The Maximum Meathead Podcast. We are back with another episode of the Maximum Meathead Podcast. In this episode, Joel and I sat down with our good friend Aaron Voskamp. He works as a full-time EMT in London, Middlesex County and worked full-time at the Grand Bend craziness that is the beach there. And uh, really just has a lot of really neat perspectives on things. So we actually ended up having a conversation twice because the first time the batteries died on the Zoom and uh, lesson learned. But uh, anyway, I think we covered everything the second time. But if there's anything that makes sense or doesn't make sense, I suppose, uh, it's because it happened in the first conversation and none of us remembered when we talked about what. So anyway... Hopefully you guys enjoy this conversation, and if you do, let us know, and we'll talk to you again next time. I think we should fly back in to you turning into a paramedic, man. We'll guide you there. Yeah. What do you think? I want. Why don't we just, I'll just start, I'll ask who the fuck you are, because first yeah, of all. Yeah, I guess I, I didn't even really We didn't do an introduction. No, we did none of that. <laughs> so why don't we just say, who are you? You've got Boss Camp. So yeah. Aaron, Boss the man. Bozzy. I am a hero. So. <laughs> the, the wizard of Boz. I, uh, yeah, from the big old town of Goddard, here where we are, on the on the Meathead yeah. podcast road road style. Yeah. Down to JoJo's place here in Godrock, down by the beach. You got it. Uh, yeah, born and raised down here. Um, I uh, ran into knowing, actually, I guess both of you in somewhat yeah. different regards, but then end up <laughs> knowing you as a... As a a cooperative. And now a pair of yeah, men. Yeah, now a pair of men. A, a pair of platonic men. <laughs> We're talking about getting a dog eventually. Yeah, so we got, we got good. plans for long yeah. term. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, did, we did discuss it once. Yeah, we did. So, I mean, uh, I always enjoyed the Godrich music scene, and that's how I'd yeah. known mu- of Muscle Bill. I don't think I'd actually, like, known you, known you. I just, I'd known you as, as, uh, as a musician. People Yeah. And, yeah, it was, it was really cool. And then, and then I'd met Joel kind of, I think I was... Speaking of lifeguarding, lifeguarding at the Y, I was quite young. I remember always seeing this fucking guy come in, and I was just like, everyone was super confused as to who this man was and why he's in Goddard. <laughs> this, yeah. gorilla, this gorilla man is. <laughs> why is he yeah. punching the air so many times? Yeah and, yeah, and then he'd beat up the water a bunch with boards and shit, and we'd, yeah. we'd be like, like, wow, yeah, this guy is this guy serious. So I think I, I, I eventually probably just introduced myself and started talking, because always, I always found, like, even like way back, you had yours doing some really neat movement and resistance stuff. So yeah, I, I, that probably sparked my interest to introduce myself to Joel. And then later on was like spending time with you doing some conditioning while you were living mm-hmm. at Levis's, which yeah. Muscle yeah. Bill ended up living there, yeah, which I think that's when I like officially yeah, met you and was yeah. like, hey man, like I watched yeah. you. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like Joel Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Joel Yeah, I like Joel And uh yeah, we, yeah, I remember doing a bunch of conditioning in the field and with... with yeah, you were always work. keen on my workouts. Yeah, yes. well, yeah, because we were... It was... There's something that was... Uh, I mean, obviously, it was pretty cool that you were, like, an MMA fighter and shit, and it was like, man, like, he's in good shape. Like, what the yeah. fuck does he do? Like, well, I guess yeah, we okay. should... Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. He, he's welcoming us to do some conditioning. Yeah, we should probably do that. So me and my buddy Blake Moore, I think, we were, oh, we were always into coming and working out with you and that. He was... Yeah, that was actually one the first of the session. Yeah, projectile <laughs> vomit from this yeah. guy. Yeah, and he was just down with it after yeah. he crushed. Like I think he did like a three egg, like sunny side up thing right before we right. <laughs> worked out with Joel. Like, all right, boys, we're going in the field. <laughs> sprints, 
sprints, pull-ups, and hanging sit-ups yeah. from the soccer post. Just grab heavy bags, run down the field, and throw right. it. Yeah. <laughs> it was and a good workout. It was a good workout. <laughs> and yeah, and I guess the uh, relationships between yeah. everybody just carried on from, from that. Spent time at the gym with you and, and Joel. And, and uh, again, primarily primarily kind of all together in that sense. And then mm-hmm. always had a interest. It was, it was, I remember like actually understanding... Uh, the health issues that you're going through right. and finally being able to understand those things and that is even I think in some regard I always found that to be a, a neat a neat thing to be able right. to talk to you about too so that that's kind of in, in one yeah. sense or another our own, yeah. our own little type of relationship yeah, because it is it's a that not a lot of people can go down yeah sure. and, and to understand it is it's just it's a very very profound yeah <laughs> yeah it's, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy it yeah. makes it that much sure. more profound of a thing so again sure. like that that's a cool. That's a cool thing. And yeah, so we, I mean, uh, we, I guess, just been friends for years from yeah. from that point. We yeah. shared an interest in a lot of music and that. Yeah, we shared an interest in a lot of uh, fights and that. Like, yeah, there's a whole yeah. and, and athleticism. We ended up training and, so much, and you were in my corner for my last pro fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My yeah. nutritionist yeah, right. and my health man. You gotta have. Uh, I figure you have to have a diversity on your team, but you have to have one person that cares about you, that actually doesn't want you to yeah, die. Yeah. Like the, the other two corners, I know didn't care if I died in there, but yeah. I know Vaz would be like, damn, <laughs> yeah, 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 he's, he's going to die. <laughs> and yeah, this is not yeah. good. It was, just, it was just, the others, I remember the one of the most profound things was, and I'm, I'm quite, I, I'm certain it was, yeah. it was a, a punch from him, but like being eight to ten feet away from someone who gets socked in the face that hard and oh. you like feel the impact in your chest, like, like when you're at like a drag race and you feel yeah. the motors in your chest and you're like, <laughs> Wow, that's real. Yeah, that was a that was an impact. Yeah, <laughs> that was his face and a big hard fist. Whack. Really hard. Yeah, Whack. yeah, it was sick, man. Yeah. You made the the best weight cut of my life. You kind of overlooked it, and you had all my meals ready. It took the stress off all that. Yeah, and it was, was a really neat was unreal, curve man. For you know your too. shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was that was really fun to for me to even involve into that to to really just indulge into all the kind of physiology of weight cutting and being able to recover. I'm like, sure. frankly, even, even to touch on that story, I remember because again, like it went really well. Like, and to that effect, initially, I almost thought like, I thought it, it had gone too well because he had like, what you put on 12, 13 pounds, like within six, five, six hours by yeah. the end of the day after like the, after the big cut. Yeah. And yeah. like, it's I not like, he, like he, at one point and yeah. I weighed in at 169, <laughs> 19 pounds. Yeah. yeah. And then, Same and, day. And we, then we got, he <laughs> <laughs> was nuts. But I was like, are you okay? Yeah. And like, I thought he was just going to be like feeling real bloated and heavy. Right. And, but we went and moved that night, which I think was really, that was really Absolutely. important. That yeah. kind of like put a lot of the storages in his muscles. And then, yeah, he did, did a fucking three five minute round fight and like crushed the entire time like yeah, it was, so it was all i was good. so i was just like wow like that yeah that's yeah. energy storage is like yeah, cool. yeah like that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> survived <laughs> survived it first one success yeah so that was yeah that was a really neat experience i was super thankful for that it's, that's it's actually, funny though we started out like hey man uh, you like this working out stuff you want to help me train you didn't know <laughs> shit no and i you know i gotta give you mad props because <laughs> It's not easy being the guy that doesn't know, let's say wrestling. And I'm like, I got a fight coming up. You try to hold me on the ground. I just, I would fucking go at Vazzy sometimes. Because Vazzy's a big dude. Like, obviously, people listening don't know, but Vazzy's a big man. And even, you didn't even, 
you never found that until you seen the video the one time. It looked yeah. like a, a big monkey playing with a kid. Like, he yeah. had my back yeah. or something, <laughs> yeah. and he totally engulfed me. And I'm just like this little ball. And yeah. he's like, I am pretty big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I don't, I don't perceive myself yeah. as, as big as I am at times. Because, yeah, I suppose I am like... I'm just. I've been. I've been around big people my whole life. My brother's been taller than me. My dad's been yeah. bigger and taller than me. All my <laughs> mom's brothers are bigger and taller than me. I'm just like, yeah, I'm huge. I'm. I'm like six. Six foot flat, probably. Maybe yeah. six one. I'm not sure. I measured in time. And like, yeah, I guess like a pretty, pretty broad fellow. Like I've sure. from yeah. a lot of the conditioning and training, put on a lot of good muscle and yeah, you're strong, I mean, stable, I'm, athletic. I'm slimmer now. It's just I, I couldn't maintain that sort of yeah. musculature given my my yeah. job and that too. Dude, when you're training with me that. for a, like that straight, when you're laid off, we're doing two a days. Oh, dude, you got huge, man. Yeah. You can tell your genetics are big fucking men. Yeah, yeah, dude. Big, <laughs> yeah. Uh, big Dutch, <laughs> Polish, and Italian men. They're just yeah, yeah, they're just all big humans, man. Absolutely. Yeah, and then again, it was that was that was a blast because it was actually it was prior to when I went to paramedic school because that was kind of interesting enough to even touch on musicianship yeah is I, I was in a band for a long time too amongst all this i was like a big fume and hippie it was great long yeah point big time to, that's yeah. where you were man yeah dude and then not that Musician. i lost that but I, I mean obviously there's a little there's a little it's changes you yeah. developed you, you evolved yeah sure totally and uh so yeah i mean i had i had come home from uh from school at the time and was determining my way for other goals found out to do the paramedic program which i was starting in january so i finished the beach patrol and i was i was laid off for that time i couldn't find really much much work between that and so i just yeah we just trained we just did a lot of jujitsu and a lot of weightlifting yeah all why weren't you at the grand band beach no i wasn't you were still there okay yeah it ended september right yeah yeah so i mean i think i tried to come back to the pool and Quite frankly, resented that place, but <laughs> so we recorded a little before, and the batteries died. So we touched on a bunch of shit. But yeah, just to kind of go back. So you were a lifeguard, and uh, let's touch on that again. We'll just get back into mm-hmm. it. You're lifeguard into a paramedic now. I'm just kind of curious on some. Yeah, some so I mean, like I spent I spent a lot of time. Spent seven, seven, eight years down on the beach. I think about like six, six, seven full time. Uh, lucky, yeah, in Grand Bend with the Grand Bend mm-hmm. Beach Patrol. There, um, lucky enough to have led the team for two years as a captain which was a oh, wow. crazy experience I didn't know that. yeah oh, that dude. was really yeah. cool which that's that's a whole story in and of itself i went and visited okay listen to this this is how much power is in this lifeguard cult sorry to interrupt <laughs> yeah. but i would go visit vozzy and the rookie fucking took all his stuff out of his room and slept on the couch and i got the rookie's room because i was the captain's friend that yeah, was down did, everyone just treat yeah there's I mean like it's he not, ripped out the screen yeah. I needed a plug in right. he ripped out the screen of his window and shoved a fucking yeah. plug in in there for me he's like is that all you need <laughs> I'm like holy fuck I'm like his body's like or body's <laughs> like this beach fucking yeah. god right yeah. Yeah. and yeah I mean like it, and there's never really an abuse of power there's always like um, of course, like there's there's always a building of character of people as rookies. Right, like right. you always have to kind of build them up in, in a certain way. Sometimes that takes and it's team building, conservative. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Part, that's a that's a growing up spot for a lot of people. Right? Oh, dude, yeah. That, I mean, I grew, and when I say grow up, like I mean, like you have to mature there. Like you, the immaturity and and yeah. and silly things. Don't be wrong. There's a lot of silliness. There's a lot of fun and all that. But like, yeah, like you have to you have to be accountable. You have to be. Right. 
you have to be your own like responsible human right and so yeah like we like to hold people accountable that extent because that carries over on to the work too absolutely which again like that, that camaraderie that you have to have to work at a place like that with ultimately so few people like comparatively like you go to port stanley they they like rock like a roster of like 20 guards wow. like we on a good year have like <clears throat> nine or ten with which is like two part-times and what about like population on the beach uh, comparison well like i mean it gets honestly i don't know the numbers i'm sure even i'm sure stanley gets some pretty substantial numbers on a lot of the holidays too right well like our big holidays like excuse me um july 1st canada day is huge like Easy twelve thousand to fifteen thousand people there, like no problem. I don't like think a small town volume, man. That's, no, that volume's crazy. It is. I mean, it's obscene. And I mean, Grand Bend's changed as a town a little bit. There's still, there's still like the deep rooted culture there, but right. it isn't as like you talk to our parents who went there, and it was like it was a fucking time, man. Like right. it was a yeah. cool place, and it still is a really cool place for us. But it's it's changed a little bit, right? Yeah. Like I mean, and those people who enjoy that time of have aged there and now they have different expectations of the town so I mean things but again still always a very fun town it still has its rooted hippie culture between the guys like when you bring me to these little parties before the beach like in the backyards where all the locals are like that those are the cool little spots in Grand Bend man I mean that's that's even a part of it too is like the local culture there man like everyone who works there and spends summers there and a lot of people who do live there even there's a substantial population that uh, hops back and forth from Revelstoke mm-hmm. that like follows like the winter resort right. place, right? Which is yeah. pretty sweet. And uh, yeah, it's just it's a it's a beautiful town to be involved in like the localism of it, if you will, right? Because right? yeah, there's like the little pockets of people that are just super down to be friendly and to welcome you in. Like if you're a friend of one of the locals, like they just they love yeah, it, right? right? They like they love to spread that like check this out. Like this is what we have here. Right. We love for you guys to come check this out and like experience it right so to touch on the growth part a little bit you mentioned a little bit before even how when you started you're in the pool and then you went to grand bend beach and that was like a major growth period for you as well yeah well like do you want to touch on that like you obviously you it's a huge sense of responsibility being responsible for up to what two thousand plus people just yourself yeah like population totally so over the course of seven years you're obviously getting older but how does that all well, it was, it was what interesting. What's some of your bigger takeaways? Like the, the pool, all, again, all, all really good foundational base knowledge and like learning, learning to do rescue swimming, all those things, right? But um, it just wasn't the same intensity. And not that things needed to be intense, but obviously I thrive on intensity. I like it. Yeah. I like that. Like it, I think you need a certain degree of intensity to thrive in life to be able to overcome oh, yeah. shit. Like you got to, sometimes you got to flip the switch a little bit and be like, you know, grindstone time. And so... I remember going up to do the waterfront course with a couple of my buddies from from Goddard and from the Y, particularly one, uh, Adam Wendler, shout out to him, out in Germany doing his music thing. Nice. Was, yeah, singer. Singer of uh, the old Fermented Oranges from the Times. Big shout out to him. So uh, we went and did that. There's some other fellows like Stephen Lambert too, if you guys recognize, I'm sure you recognize yeah, that yeah. name. Fantastic yeah. athlete, awesome runner. Missed that dude. Nurse as well. So uh, shout out to him and what, what he's doing on the front line. Um... Yeah, so we went to the waterfront course. It was cool. It was super cool. It was with uh, Mr. Scott Ruddle. He uh, he was actually my preceptor for my current job as a paramedic, as I was a student as well. So and he taught me the basics well, as, a, as a lifeguard. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, he's 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 been a real instrumental <coughs> instrumental piece to my to my life to that extent too. So yeah, we uh, 
did the waterfront course and I remember at the end of the waterfront course we got to hop up and do these like shadows in the towers with the guards and I mean right. like man and then like those guards like when you looked up like when you guarded them like it was like like here's these like dudes up like two in a tower like there's yeah. you're you're in the middle of a course with thousands of people around you trying to do these things right like and obviously it's a little shaky off the start when you're trying to figure oh, out how yeah. to flip people under a rescue board and that and then yeah and then you hop up there and you do like an hour like, kind of half an hour intervals in different towers right and so i remember starting off in the central tower and uh and right off like the 11 o'clock of the tower, just like at the edge of the first sandbar. To, to explain people who've never been to Grand Bend, generally it has two sandbars. So you walk out a little bit, you can touch, trough, you got to swim 25 meters, depending on where you are on the right. beach, sometimes more, to second sandbar that like is generally wasted. It's like a right? recipe for drowning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's our, the trough is our gravy, man. Yeah. Like that's yeah, really, that's, would, everyone thinks they can make it. This is a huge yeah. sandbar. Yeah. 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 And then <clears throat> the funniest thing is, especially because you see it from out, people swim two thirds out and then turn around and swim back. You're like, man, if you just if you just kept going, you could arrest it. If you just kept going, there's yeah. some people you're like, you oh. five more meters, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to but they don't know, right? right? So the yeah. panic sets yeah. in. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, um, so yeah, they like, and it wasn't like an extreme rescue. Like, I think it was a mom and her daughter. Like, daughter swam off the sandbar, started swimming. Mom went out, turned into a double clutch. Is what we call yeah. it when like both of them are ladder affecting yeah. each other. Obviously, the mom's being yeah. more effective yeah. than the daughter. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, they called. How we do it there is like a simple radio call. We have a pretty strict radio protocol, and uh, all you hear is just they just like one of these guys. They just grab the radio, just like go, drop the radio, jump out of the tower. I'm like oh shit, jump, run, grab your can. Like I just followed them yeah. in, ended up being able to grab one of the patients and pull them out with them. And it was just like the most life-changing things. It's not like you get, you pull them out and you get this huge applause or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. Or like, frankly, sometimes people get even pissed at you because like they feel embarrassed and that. Like, yeah. it's not like necessarily like a big thing, but like after like you get back from here, you're just like, oh, holy shit. Yeah. Like this, that person was going to die if yeah. you didn't do, like, yeah. do anything, yeah. right? And then all of a sudden, it was just this big, like, I got to work here, man. Like, I got to get down. And this is before we even, I ever even understood, like, the LGC life. Like, we did post up there and park there and do a little bit of stuff inside the cottage. But, like, you didn't understand because you didn't see it. The LGC I, is the and, lifeguard and my, my parents life. at the time, yeah, the lifeguard It's a cottage. legendary place in yeah. Grand Bend. And my parents at the time, like... God bless my my dad, my mom. Like my dad was pretty encouraging for me to stay over there during the course. But my mom was just not having it. She, she probably she knew, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, was just she didn't want her to yeah, yeah, yeah. tainted. Oh, totally. Which exactly what happened in one way, shape, or form. But for the better, as as we're, as yeah. we're addressing, right? Yeah. So I mean, so I came back from that. Adam and I worked on the Goddard Beach, and I remember us like trying to like implement because it was just wait, what? What? I'm not going to offend anybody, whatever. It was just ran like shit. Like no one knew what the hell they were doing, or like yeah. how to communicate, or how to like rotate property to keep people like watch on me. So like Adam and I are like, we learned so much in Grand Bend, and then like start like trying to do this. Yeah. So, like it was really cool because like that's sweet. And though. then we're just like, well, why don't we just try and like we got to try and work there. We're just going to Grand Bend. Yeah. yeah. So we started applying there, and it was like halfway through the summer of working in in Goddard. And I remember at the time the manager like kind of offered Adam and I this like leader position down there like it really wasn't anything substantial but both of us like after the summer started getting invited up and you got to go do shadow shifts like you don't just get invited up and get hired right right so like you're you're taking shifts off and got to go up there to commit your time because you got to show what you're worth like you yeah. got to get in like some days there's no rescue so like 
got to come back another day. Got to get in on the rest. You yeah. got to show them I can run with them. Even if you don't get in the water, like yeah. I just got to keep up. Participate. Them. You got to be yeah. part of the team. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, it's not like getting a job at any yeah. other beach, right? No. This is like a, no. Like that's the interviews. Yeah. Like, you get up there it's and it's a tough you, beach to get into. Yeah, they sit there. You watch them. You watch the you watch the shadows how they scan. Like, are they paying attention? Are they getting distracted by all the nice bikinis and things like that? Because yeah. yeah, like of course, there's beautiful things there all over the place. Yeah. Like, hey, and I mean, like, yeah, love you, Mal. Like, you're beautiful in bikini too. But like, yeah, there's, <laughs> of course, there's a shout lot of distractions. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to my my beautiful girlfriend, Mal. That would have Mal, to be my biggest growing uh, aspect. Would be trying to control the LGC beach life and work. Because yeah. I don't know how you guys do it, man. It's and, and there was there were some people the that, that didn't that couldn't too like in the past, but like that's nature of the beast too, right? In any yeah. workplace, sometimes things will you if you can't discern between the two separate things. Yeah, but no yeah. workplace has that kind of uh, yeah. What do you no. say? <laughs> uh, babes crawling out the door, like want to hang out with the lifeguards every night. That's true. Although <laughs> I think like in any sort of uh, like paramedic type or nurses and doctors that kind of stuff like i think in those high stress situations you there's a certain type of person that is goes to that field and you have to be able to discern work from home because you just you just fucking can't right like yeah the shit that i don't, I don't see it I, but like the shit that you were going to experience in your lifetime working as a paramedic or in a hospital or whatever like you, you can't forget that shit. Right, right. But you also need to be able to sleep at night, or yeah. else you're gonna not be well. So like, to somehow stay healthy in a work environment and offload that in your downtime, like that is absolutely a practice skill. Like, yeah, you need to know where your break is, and like, I can have three this or do this for three hours, or else tomorrow I can't perform, and that can save or cost lives. Yeah. This oh, is yeah. the difference of people, and like. And if people were... It's over, right? right? Oh, yeah. But, like, as you... I'm sure, like, you obviously know, but that's, like... Not everybody can do that, because it's hard. Like, especially yeah. if you're like, i got 12 girls knocking on my door that want to come in right now, and i got to get up in four hours. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying yes to all 12 and staying up all night. Yeah. But, well, it's like, but that, I'd what still you, be able to sleep for three and a half hours. You know, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bing, bing, bing. I was counting shower time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. say, yeah. no, lights out, I'm out, and get up, bang, yeah, run, run the beach, do all your shit. Like, yeah. Oh, takes yeah. a breed, a special breed. And then to fall into paramedics, like, it's the same yeah. thing. You yeah, and, gotta... it, and it, it, that's exactly what it taught me, too, yeah. is even the work hard, play hard. And, like, you know, obviously that's changed. That is, like, that isn't necessarily, like, a sustainable lifestyle at that degree, but, like, it is important, too, sure. right? But it's just, it's, I don't want to say balance, because I think balance is bullshit. You go too far one way, and then you go the other way as much it's as possible. It's a pendulum, if anything. Right, a pendulum yeah. is a better, exactly. But yeah. your pendulum instead of maybe play now is like I have a dog in a house and a girlfriend and life is sick at home, right? Yeah. So the pendulum swings in a different direction, but it's still opposing. Right? Yes. Yeah, and you gotta have yeah. yeah, you gotta well, have that just, contrast. Like man. we, uh, I don't know if we caught it on our last recording there, but uh, needing that that physical outlet because yeah. that's that side of the pendulum exactly, now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Work hard. It, it's so funny, man. I gotta add this. You're such a friendly, easygoing guy. Like you're just like da da da. Don't care. Don't care. Shit. He take. He was supposed to be here in an hour. It takes four hours. Like, that's, but this is this is I think Bozzy is like this because I've seen him at his work. He's on. He's yeah. hardcore as fuck. Yeah. Man, when I walked through the hospital with you one time, it was like I I was with a different guy, man. 
Because I'm yeah. so used to seeing you just like, you don't care, you're chill, friendly. You're like, there's this crackhead that propped up, mm-hmm. and you're like, listen, you gotta do this, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Yeah. She's like, oh, okay, okay. And then you're like, do this, do that, do that. Walking through some people, and you're just like, you're walking with a different air yeah. than you're used to. You, you're usually just like, mix with the vibe, be all peaceful and cool. There you're like, I'm fucking running this show. Look yeah, out. it's a switch, it's a turn on Dude, camera. Oh, yeah. it's yeah. crazy, man. But I think you're so much like you are in life now because you are getting worse, man. You're like, you're more like you <laughs> are. You're more yeah. 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 yeah, because cause the shit is obviously going to get thicker too because you're getting, you're dealing with more shit, see yeah. more shit. So I think that's why you're so like, love, peace, yeah. take my time. <laughs> yeah, I got to. Stress is at home now. Yeah, you yeah. got to leave. And I mean, of course, yeah. there are other things that carry over. Like, For sure. If everyone has something that carries over from home to work sometimes, whether it be even the drive home and some jerk, you know, like sometimes yeah. things just set you off the wrong way. But yeah, like, it, and you know what? It's it's funny you mentioned that too, because even particularly as a captain, I like, it's not, it's not that you have to put on a facade or anything, right. but like you do have to turn on this, this personality. You, you know, oh, like, for sure. Yeah, like People, you're serious you about anybody, you know? yeah. you need to be a fucking leader. Yeah, you, you gotta be a leader. You can't just be this pushover. No. Yeah, it's cool, man. Show up. It's like, if you're not here at fucking 8 o'clock, you're yeah. fucking out. Like, yeah, and I was, coming. and I was, yeah. I mean, there's obviously still parts of my laid backness in terms of how I would address people and communicate with people sure. as a leader, but yeah, like, there's just, yeah, yeah. it takes a certain, and I love leading. Leading's a really fucking cool thing, man. Sure. Like, when you get to, uh, like, the byproducts of what you lead as an example is really neat. It's really or neat the to decisions see. you make make yeah. for good progress in something totally. or, or a good uh, outcome. Right? Yeah, that it, feels good when you make a decision, a clutch time decision, and the outcome ends up being good. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, and that's tough. Like that's that's again one of the learned things from all the time the beach patrol was, and I forget, I forget who had mentioned it. And I wish I, I wish I, I did, and I don't want to just throw out a name. So right. someone, someone had mentioned the idea. I think it was particularly when I was becoming the captain, because the whole becoming the captain was like a whole bizarre thing. Because normally it's like a very successive process in terms of how it gets handed right. down and things, right? Um, I was very lucky to have gotten the, the blessing from some of like the older captains and that, which was, which was so cool, so cool. Take it over. Shout out to, to JP White out in Revelstoke doing his thing right now really like yeah. the bus he was he was a captain of like I think nine years or something just like the exhibit, like the yeah the OG like the captain and there's really OG captains too yeah but like obviously for me I got that was who was captain yeah, when, was I, when I did my waterfront and I mean I, I was hired under a different captain uh, Prince shout out to Scott Morrison too really really good fellow um, but yeah like it's it's a neat it's a neat thing and I mean so Someone had mentioned this idea of uh, it's called what what they call this courage of decision, right? Like, I mean, it's a tough thing because, like, of course you weigh you try to weigh pro and cons as best as you can, or like most effective methods or whatever be it, most effective protocol and procedure. Um, but at the end of the day, as much as you can sit there weighing, and not that like obviously taking slow, deliberate time to make it the most correct, the most correct decision. Mm-hmm. Still, just making that choice, the courage of making that choice and sticking with, okay, like this is yeah. what we're doing, and now this is the process that I'm going to go through. And you know what? If complications come, then I guess we're going to have to address them as they come, right? Yeah. Like that. It's insane. Yeah, it's it's intense. It's insane. It's very, yeah. very nerve wracking sometimes, right? Yeah. So, uh, 
So yeah, I mean, again, like, then it all becomes a very well-oiled machine when you do that too, though, right? And then the more consistency and that. Yeah. And again, like I was always a huge believer of like lead by example, right? Like, yeah. like the leader's got to be the first one picking up the mop. Yeah, it's like crazy it's, because you have to be fully accountable. You're that's yeah. where you're, you're throwing yourself out there to be fully accountable of what you just said. Yeah, absolutely, man. It was it was uh, it was a really it was a really cool thing. Yeah. And again, like a lot of my successors and all these guys that obviously have developed into all their own very unique, very like strong beach patrol contributions. It's so cool, so cool to see. But to kind of touch on that switch too, obviously all these cool things I learned from it, like the constants I used to it. It's a it was a weird thing. I remember it being kind of a difficult thing for me. Um, and again, it's kind of along the path of, of becoming a, uh, a paramedic. So I'd gone to Ottawa U. Um, so this was after, I think I worked, I worked half a summer when I kind of got hired, almost like, it was like mid-August probably when I got hired after all the shadow shifts and that. And then started in full time the next summer, which was essentially the summer before I went off to Ottawa U, which I was going for kinesiology, which have been touched on earlier in our last conversation uh, that actually yeah, science course right? that yeah, was all yeah, provoked yeah. by that yeah, yeah that great like science that really course really cool yeah. exercise science course and always like there's something that's very practical and very empowering to have knowledge about the human body like right. of course now now I'm able to exhibit it in a, a giving manner in mm-hmm. one way shape or form but I think initially when I started learning about it it was like I want to know more about how I oh, yeah. can work, right? And then yeah, it gets absolutely. deeper, like that that thing, like that idea flourishes yeah. and flourishes. Then it yeah. becomes deeper into like your, then you start <clears throat> using it to how to shape yourself to be a better person and that, like mm-hmm. even aside from like how you move, but how you think and how you act and yeah. how you behave. It, it, that, that little seed of an idea of being conscious of yourself and learning about yourself yeah. and how you work is all very important, right? You can tell you're going down the right path because... Uh once you started getting the paramedicine you'd come visit me and you'd be so excited oh, to yeah. explain to me on how one of the body parts were yeah. and, and I'd listen I'd, wrong, f- yeah. I'd follow you for about the first 30 seconds and you'd go into the like right into the details you're like isn't it crazy I'm like it is crazy yeah. Yeah. It is and, and I knew you'd be successful because of the passion you had in it yeah and it was it was sweet I mean blessed by my girlfriend she sits and listens to me on these rants she makes fun of yeah. me sometimes but yeah like it is it is it is cool and so I mean so I'd gone off to Ottawa U great time really really awesome friends that I met but frankly I just did not have a scholastic or academic headset on me right, right. now like and of course like as most people do and they when they go off and then you're seven hours away from parents for the first time and you're like woohoo like, yeah. let's, go, let's go buy a bong let's, let's go say, buy yeah. <laughs> like that's why it's like guitar for credit. 10 hours yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sweet. So, which was great. And again, met some really awesome people, learned a lot, like really enjoyed my courses about anatomy, physiology. That's when I started getting, I, I got to take some elective psychology courses, which is all like right. really, really cool. I started really enjoying a lot of, a lot of science of the mind. And, and again, like for my own sake, like we can, we can even touch on that later again. Yeah. Like I've had to learn to understand myself because I've had some different issues and, and, uh, and uh, different anger controlling issues and emotional reaction issues that I've had to figure out how to control. And a lot of that is through understanding myself and what I need to do to make sure that kind of stuff doesn't happen. Not that you're trying to repress it, but you're just exerting it in a a safe place. How do we be and do better next time? Absolutely. How do I not seem like a raging animal all of a sudden? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How do I, how do I breathe myself out of turning red? Why did I, (laughs) why did I rip the shirt off my back and punch myself 10 times in the head in the front lawn? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> those kind of things need to be addressed. Stronger, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> but totally, man. And like, you know, a lot of people may laugh at this or may see it, see that in themselves too. Everyone deals with anger issues, man. But like, yeah. and no, it's not fun to sit and try and address it. And yes, you're going to go through it a bunch of different times. Yeah. Right. But needless to say, when I went off to Ottawa, you enjoyed a lot of that, but like also screwed off on a ton of classes that I did not enjoy. Right, that I just didn't find that sure, scholastic. Not yeah, so that put me in different situations. Uh, I didn't really like honesty, even like lifestyle learning, learning style too. Is I remember, so I got into academic probation in the second year. So again, I'd returned to the beach patrol. Did my year it was great. Um, came went back to Ottawa, and, and again, this is where things like get weird, particularly in the second year too, because. When you go back to the summer and you're in that beach patrol mode and you have that confidence and you have all those people looking up at you yeah. and you, you do like, you know, obviously you feel attractive, whatever be it. It's a dopamine. Yeah. Like, it's huge dopamine. Camp and then, the beach, right? Yeah. yeah. And then like, and then all of a sudden you, you go off to Ottawa you and you're, you're like, you aren't, yeah. yeah, you're just, you're just you. Right. Yeah. And that's really hard to make that connection yeah. to carry over like what you learn in that situation. Cause there are, there are also some like. You got to ego check yourself a lot too, right? Like the ego is a really dangerous, funny guy, yeah. man. And like, obviously that stuff, the beach patrol, like it can, it can get to people quickly to those sorts of things. And you got to be, you got to try and humble yourself. But obviously my humbling also made me realize when I was at Ottawa U and that I was like, yeah, and like, I'm just like, I'm just a normal dude. Like, I, like yeah. as much as I may tell someone about my lifeguarding, a lot of people will not understand. They're just like, yeah, okay, what, well, you sit on the beach and look at people? Yeah. Like, probably they just look at asses yeah. all day. Like, yeah. That's yeah. literally, that, that is primarily what people think. Yeah, for sure. sure. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, some people just don't care, right? I don't, no. I don't have the time or the energy to appreciate whatever the fuck you're talking about, so I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Right? It doesn't make you impressive, but no. whatever. So that was an interesting thing to go through and to try and learn how, how to adequately just carry what it was about the beach patrol that just made you like happy and made you like a good person too. And that was a learn that was a huge learning. It took years to apply that properly, right? right? Yeah, for sure. It was a really weird thing. And so interestingly enough, like I could say, so I kind of screwed off on schools on academic probation for a while. And, uh, I was lying to my parents. Right. They, they thought I was just like doing, doing my thing, right? Well, I can't kill it now, but you know, <laughs> <Ottawa> you. <laughs> yep. Yep. Doing all those courses, like, oh yeah, I got five courses. I'm on information doing two courses semester, <laughs> working at the pool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah, obviously, I'll, I'll discuss this because, I mean, past that, but, like, just abusing the shit out of pot, like, yeah. But, uh, like, up at the crackdown, obviously not when I was working at the pool or anything like that, but, like, the days off. And there was, I was only part-time at the pool. There's only so many shifts because there's yeah. a lot of people. It's a big pool. A lot of people are working there. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, just waking up, smoking a lot of pot, playing a lot of guitar. I I, I got really fantastic guitar because I committed a lot of time to it. Not that I regret the time there, but, like, I definitely went through some, like, real deep like like some real shit times some dark days yeah because like man like playing a lie is a weird thing it fucking yeah. eats you dude for like, sure it got it especially got really you weird. right that's not you no no your soul and, knows when you're doing something you're not yeah, supposed yeah. to be and I was carrying on all the time yeah yeah, yeah dude all the time and it, it'll get yeah, you down it's just yeah it's like you, you gotta make a change you gotta do something you gotta do something yeah right? we're gonna put you in the hospital yeah dude absolutely so I mean it came it came a point where and I mean it's not like it's not like this is what motivated me to do it, but it was definitely a fire under my ass. I remember when my uh, when my father had gotten sick for the first time with cancer, and they, my mom and dad had called me there, and like here I am, seven hours away at Ottawa U, like yeah. just fucking off, doing nothing, and like not even doing my school properly, like working a little bit, and just yeah. you know, and again, yeah, and I'm like, 
no, like I gotta go, I gotta go home and just tell them. So yeah, I remember coming home, telling them and again, like all of this was like a very interesting, yeah. you know, I had to have these, I had these conversations through the summer with a lot of the guys at the beach patrol and that again, a lot of the older fellows that and I was like, and yeah, you just had to, yeah. just had to be, I remember having to sit down conversation. Frankly, man, my parents like love them. They kick ass. Like I yeah. probably scared the shit out of them, man. Sure. Like even, even though, like of course, like I, I lended, I lended my hand as much as I could there, and I think I did. I think I, I think I did do a good bit of help and such. But like, here's Aaron, because I was playing in the band at the time too, mm-hmm. from Men and Oranges there. I know you were doing a lot of shows. I mean, that was actually was probably just keeping me from like you say, like probably keeping going to the hospital. Right? Yeah, and that. Yeah, like, yeah. Obviously, I was working out a lot too, but like it was just. It was rice and tuna, yeah, and pot guitar and working out, yeah. and and like yeah, which is just <laughs> it's funny though. Yeah. That, like to me, almost too. I'm like, fuck, that sounds all right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, but it was just it was. Such but you like weren't in the right mindset. No. You weren't yeah, in the right. Like that's reclusive. the that's the big thing about all of it. You were yeah. throughout this whole time. Like I wasn't like I wasn't going out. I wasn't one of my friends. Yeah. Played like played a butt ton of video games which probably is what kept me even this sounds silly but probably is what kept me cerebrally stimulated in one sure. shape or form oh, amongst sure. my guitar too yeah and uh but yeah came home and so like here are my parents like oh aaron dropped out of school and then like told us that he hasn't been doing well in school and he's playing in a band and so yeah now he's just dropped out of school and he's playing in a band <laughs> like what the fuck? Like, <laughs> the, the fuck? <laughs> what is he doing? No, were you still on the lifeguard? And, yeah. Okay, so this yeah. is like, yeah, okay. Yeah. So I remember, I think I, I kind of come home like, it was it, right before the summer, and uh, I did a summer on the patrol, and then I think I ended up. So I ended up uh, talking with with uh, my buddy out of the beach patrol, Josh Yates. Uh, Pooh Bear, Big Pooh. I fucking love that guy. Yeah, great so fantastic. He's also shout out to him. He's a paramedic out way up north right now. And uh, so he he had found out about this program up in Barrie at uh, a little community, like a community college, like kind of like yep. your like Westerville type thing called mm-hmm. CTS that offered a condensed paramedic program, which yeah. quite frankly is going to be obsolete soon because the paramedic program is going to three years. Right. So um, I was lucky enough to have that really fan- fantastic yeah, foundation. Yep of all my anatomy physiology for the courses and that and then and then yeah so I mean like to touch kind of back on the beast patrol to lend a little bit from the paramedic perspective is I remember this was like so one of like the first of course we did a bunch of rescues and that but like one of the first big ones was uh Canada Day 2012 and we had had a uh, we'd had an unfortunate event and pulled someone out lifeless and mm-hmm. and worked them the best we could and I like, I like remember so obviously that was like my first time doing CPR my first right. time doing resuscitation yeah. attempts and it was it was fucking insane man cause like on the beach is you get a little bit in paramedicine depending on where you are but like on yeah. the beach there's again hundreds thousands of people there like which is tough and they, man. yeah and then when they see you pull out something to start working it's just like this yeah. this crowd swarm. effect that just swarm in like oh man that was that was the weirdest thing having all those eyes on you as you're doing yeah. for the first time, right? Where you're doing resuscitative measures. Um, so needless to say, uh, I remember going home like that was like going back to the cottage, and that was like the first time I'd ever done something like that. And I mean, again, we we hopped back up with the towers yeah. for the last hour and a yeah. half, and that was insane, man. I've never had that sort of feeling of like anxiety and like okay, Just okay, Just yeah, tripping, it was right? a trip. Yeah. It was yeah. a total trip, man. Like total drug induced epinephrine high it was insane 
and then yeah like eventually calms down you get like a bunch of the old boys and part of the beauty of again like the communism of grand band and like the uh, the people oh, that are there, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, sorry, don't be like the, the community, the community. The community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's like yeah, yeah, yeah. a little too early, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, anyway. So anyway, yeah, so a lot of the alumni guys all drove down, and like we all had this kind of dig debriefing in the cottage, yeah. and even I mean, obviously we all had our like own personal things. So I remember calling my parents, and like, you know, like it was it was all good. Like as I was calling, and then like my uh, my mom picked up, and it was just like just tears just started yeah, rolling I'm just like mom someone died on the beach today yeah and I was just, she's just like oh yeah. right. <laughs> and, and of course right. like I mean like I'm, a lot of people would have those reactions of course I mean I don't I don't think negatively of it like it was a process you got to go through like yeah. it, in, in one way shape or form I guess you could call it a grievance but it was a, it was a sure. trauma that you go through right? yeah and uh, so after that I mean Obviously, we kind of continue on, we debriefed well, and, like, that was, like, the first time of, like, understanding how to go through something like that, too, right? right? And, like, having this, this entity, yeah, you, the cottage yeah. of brothers, like, yeah. all these alumni guys yeah. that yeah. are there is so cool. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, well, like, I mean, if I can do this, and, like, if I, like, if I know that I have my mechanisms of, like, having to understand right. and communicate it in the right way, whether it be it that it makes yeah. you upset or angry or however be it, then yeah like cool that sounds really good and so again my buddy Josh suggested this school this condensed program went up there one of the best like academic scholastic times I'd ever had like you were pumped grades man. That. yeah I was this pumped. is what I was talking I was about sorry well. I thought you were talking about that earlier but you were still yeah I, I kind of I, I backed yeah, up a little yeah, bit yeah I was screwed up in your story yeah, sorry, this is when you'd come to visit and you were you had a new light about you right yeah. because yeah. before you are kind of in like a depressed stage almost totally. I'd say right yeah and I mean again like those those months before I shitty went to relationship few things right oh Was that yeah then? yeah there's a ton of things yeah. that have gone along those lines and again that was those are those months before I went to school when we were doing training twice yeah. a day like yeah. just rocking it hard yeah and again that that's just what kept me going I was just like yeah this is this is what's it was giving you mind. good fuel you're yeah. using a lot of that physically as an outlet man and that's and that was one of the first times of me figuring out like yeah okay I gotta exert myself if right. I'm gonna keep it peaceful state of mind <laughs> one thing you said earlier I, it's just stuck with me I think just because it struck a chord but you mentioned about how um, going from lifeguarding in the summertime you get a sense of like how you're a good person and like you really get that sense about I guess it's a, almost a pride with your ego mm-hmm. and this whole thing but like you kind of find this path for yourself to, like this is where I think I should need to go mm-hmm. but then how did you step away from that because you obviously aren't lifeguarding in the summertime right now right yeah. So that's a big thing to lose. Like, look at the research this summer. Yeah. Just this like, you, you, know, you might be, right? Yeah. I might be doing some this summer. Sure. But I, I, I did step away from like, two years. For training wise, like, for me, it's been like I associated being a, a good person for myself with anger and all this other stuff with training. Mm-hmm. It's like, great. I don't need to deal with it because I can train all the time. So there, I don't. Training keeps it good. Yeah. And therefore, I'm still good. Yes, sir. You take away the training. And I had this preconceived notion that, like, I'm just going to be a shit person because I, everything's going to shit. Like, I'm going to get mad and yeah. then I can't train and then somebody's yeah. fucked. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe whatever. Yeah. So, <laughs> poorly was used that energy. similar to you, right? It's like, I don't, what do you do? So, if you associate that for seven years to lifeguarding, you think, this is kind of my sense of being a good person. Yeah. How did you shift that away or like, what did you do? Was there any one thing that you were like, you know what, this is what I'm going to do now? 
to try and replace it almost. They're like, where can yeah. I shift my energy, right? And then that was part of it with going to the paramedicine. I mean, really frankly, it was a super tough thing to step away from. Yeah. Because, especially having been like the captain pride, it's always, it's always fun to, to <clears throat> give a succession to of your captain, right? Sure. Um, but yeah, it is. It, but then all of a sudden being part-time, just not having your hand in the pot, like not yeah. like you're trying to be controlling or anything, but you're just not as involved and as present. Right. And that was like, a, that was a really tough thing. There's, I mean, in, in a really like uh, basic way of putting it. Really. Yeah. It's really though. Yeah. Right. If you're the captain, you're the, you're the most important person. Yeah. And I mean, so I couldn't do that. So I had to step yeah. away and I had to yeah. back down from that, which again, like had some absolutely great yeah. captains yeah. after me, after me. We'll say without addressing that. If you can, sometimes you're not ready to accept the fact that you're not going to be the guy anymore yes. or the girl. And then it's like, but I've affected the people around me to the point where now I can achieve a sense of pride by watching them succeed. And like, yeah. you don't, you aren't the one in the spotlight per se, or the one that has no. the control or the things. Everybody's watching me. I need to be bang on. This is responsibility. Yeah. It's like now I'm a member of the team. And I can be proud of the captain because he's they've trained maybe at least to some small degree around me. Yeah. And I've helped insulins and grow them to be what they're doing now. Yeah. Look at them do awesome, right? And it was really That's, cool to yeah. be, you know, like even when I was captain, you'd always approach the older captains and ask questions. Sure, right? exactly. And I mean, even, yeah, it was just, it, there was something... That was that was quite sweet about just yeah just being a participant too yeah. right a little bit of a weight off your shoulders but you also still had your tendencies regardless right sure oh yeah in terms totally. of how Absolutely. you behave like and do your thing yeah but uh, yeah it was all it was all a very interesting transition right and it was admittedly quite tough because there's like the whole fear of missing out too oh yeah like yeah like as much as paramedicine is very exciting and very rewarding it's not the same it's right. not the same like. You're not jumping out of a tower and sprinting your ass off to go try and stop someone from getting into a situation. Yeah. Which we we are just like that being very fir- like first line. Right. Like you are there to prevent the need for an ambulance to come. Right. <laughs> right. right. With hundreds of babes around, I think that's a huge difference. <laughs> it's it's so you've got the pressure on. Your right. Goes on high. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. You yeah. Have potentially five to ten thousand people watching you do something that could save. A person's life. The highs are highs, yeah. or the lows are going to be fucking terrible. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what I mean. Like high stakes shit. Yeah, dude. You know, at the end of the day, it's it's a real deal. Yeah. So it's and, yeah. And again, you do get that with a little bit of like you sure. get that in, in a certain degree of intensity with some paramedics, but it doesn't account for as much call volume. Right? Yeah. Um, but again, I, I consider myself fortunate to be able to have gone through those events because, yeah. like that saturation, doing all those rescues allowed me and obviously I had to develop a lot of different different character on the trucks as a paramedic mm-hmm. but like it allowed me to be more confident in terms of like how I could sure. handle stressful situations mm-hmm. right because of course like I, we, we always discuss how, how Mike Tyson's quote like you have a plan until you get punched in the face it applies in so many different <laughs> so many different yeah. manners oh, yeah. man the punch in yeah. the face yeah. could be what you're walking into yeah yeah when yeah. a patient goes VSA in front of you for no apparent reason you're like yeah man yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. change a treatment plan change like, plan <laughs> yeah. at the highest degree yeah. at the highest degree yeah. well when you saw my parents in I, at the ICU they yeah. were never the same when I was in surgery or whatever like same thing I left Wingham all's good Halfway to London, not good. Yeah, no. Shit went real down, and it's like, 
didn't see that coming. Nope. You know, so the two guys and the nurse on there are like, fuck. Yeah, and, and then you have to manage that. Yeah, and they're like, you know. Yeah, passion for different medication. Where this far out, we don't have authority to do this shit. What's yeah. going on? Like, get back to me right ASAP, right? It's like, Yeah, it's, fuck. it's a crazy thing doing that. Yeah, it just yeah. participated in like the half hour or whatever section of listening to their conversations. It was like, <laughs> oh. this is intense, man. You yeah. know, like, hey, you got to make some You're talking decisions. about me, but I can hear you. Yeah. yeah. This is like, yeah. Jesus, that's going to be stressful for you guys. That's even, that's a super, <laughs> that's a super weird thing you have to address when you have like really sick patients on board. And like, I mean, that's why, like, even, like, you don't generally hide what's wrong with a patient ever. Obviously, that no. isn't an ethically right. correct thing. Right. And so, because when you go to patch through the hospital and you're behind them, two feet, yeah. and you're like, uh, and you're like uh, six, uh, six, six or seven feet, just a big yeah. heart attack. Like, what? Like, yeah. you, know, like, you, can't, you can't do yeah. that, right? So, what? <laughs> yeah. Everybody's self-aware, like, his experience yeah. with, like, their having problems with their body as I am, but not to say I'm better or worse, but it's like, I know what's you happening. Do. This is bad. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> so she's saying it's bad. Yeah. 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 And he's, again, that's, right. yeah, that's, that's a huge thing yeah. I respect about you, man, is your uh, consciousness of your, fuck. of your conditions and how you feel. Cause like, you'd have to be so aware of what you're feeling in your, yeah. in your conditions, man. It's a funny thing being fragile. <laughs> You yeah, know? but yeah, but, it's but like, you're strong in your own way because, yeah, it's like, because you have good yeah, mechanisms. Yeah, man, it's just awareness because there's consequences of not having awareness. Yeah, but humans don't get that. Even, <laughs> but like normal humans need to do that. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds so simple. Yeah. Right? Okay, I'm like, how do you just not do that? It doesn't make yeah. sense, right? But so in any case, you're on the, yeah, for being on a truck, like again, I'll just I mean, I didn't say this already, but utmost respect <laughs> for like just you're doing yeah, it. Thanks, man. It's crazy. You yeah, know, it's, it's, and it's it's an everyday, like, I'm never, I'm never just, I mean, I think, I, I like to think that I do my job very well, but, like, there's always, yeah. you're never going to not stop learning that job. There's never going to be something right. that's going to be a repeat from something you've already done. Um, like, so maybe the you, condition. What would be, be like, one of the bigger lessons you've taken away, say, in the last year from your work that you've been able to apply to you? Because <laughs> there's a couple of things, I'm, like, I want to go down. You said uh, you've touched a lot on uh your cognitive behavioral therapy or something like that, right? Different coping, coping mechanisms, you've got your training, you've got this. I'm very curious how you distribute and, like, weigh which one is more important and kind of moderate that on the fly. Like, this was a shit day. What's your mm-hmm. go-to? But, like, what, mean, what's the lesson tough. you've been able to carry over to life, you know? like Yeah, I mean, and, that, and that's just it, too, because... It's, it's an interesting thing, the things that are difficult on the road. Of course, like the traumas, they're intense, whether it be the gore and that. That's difficult yeah. to see when people are very, very injured. Sure. That's weird to see, right? Yeah, right. And yeah, like that, that can trouble you in different ways. Um, but like a lot of it is like the, the, the human aspect because, mm-hmm. and not to take away from the hospital because everything that people do in the hospital and nurses and docs is yeah, absolutely. absolutely amazing, but it's different. It's its own animal. Yeah, it's its own animal. Like when you... When you see, like, when you see daughter yelling at you to do something and for mom to wake up, like, you, that's, that hits different, you know, like, you're, you're dissociating, you're, you're switching on, your switches on and you're, and you're treating the patient, yeah. right? But, like, you still absorb all that stuff, it's just way after where you're like, oh, like, that yeah. was heavy yeah. duty, yeah. like, I was in the middle of that, right? right? And, like, it's not like they're yelling at you, but, like, they're saying do something, whether, whatever yeah. their, their plea is. Right, because they're just pleading. They're pleading it's emotional, high, man. Yeah, like, it's it's, it's just, insane. Like yeah, those types of desperate times, adrenaline. 
Absolutely. Like different, even even mental health calls, because like it's interesting to see, you know, because I'm, I mean, again, all of us, I'm sure, in one regard or another, have have struggled in one way, shape, or form, and have to figure things out. You know, like yeah. you see the patients that have mental health issues that you're like, shit. You know, like if I didn't make a couple a couple wrong decisions. On my behalf, I could have been in the same boat and just not coping, not dealing well. Because like, yeah, you, you just see these similarities and that, right? <clears throat> so it's those sorts of things that are all like, they just make you very reflective, mm-hmm. right? And so you do have to, you do have to spread it in its, in its own way. Like obviously some, you know, some things like dealing with like really high acuity, high intensity calls, like that, that feeds well with the exertion and working out and baby right. work that does well with that. Um, of course, a lot of the emotional things, sometimes that's why, why I attest to the big work being just so different from even lifting weights and that too, because yeah. you can, you can get an emotional aspect of it. Oh right? yeah. I don't drain like, emotion into a bag. Oof, yeah, no can. problem. And you it can. always beats you. It, yeah, you yeah. Ne- like you never win against it's a bag. Still standing like, yeah, dude. Like, and, and yeah, you can, you yeah. can spew out your emotion into yeah. that. And it is like, it's, it's neat. And I mean like not, and. I don't, I don't think, you know, some people may think that, oh, that encourages violence. You're, you're, no. like, you're using rates like, no, but yeah. like, this is the appropriate use of my energy. This is how I need to, like, this is yeah. how I feel I need to use my energy about this. Yeah. So, yeah, this is where it goes. This is something, it's a little bit off topic, but like, this is something that was completely, it's, you know how in movies, like, you see people like break down crying and like they don't even breathe. It looks like they're screaming, but they're not, and all mm-hmm. that kind of shit. I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm sure that happened that the movies and shit. But then, this year, there was a five-year anniversary of my, my ex and I had a miscarriage. And on that day, like, that happened. Like, I did it twice, man. Yeah. Like, I just... I, oh. But over the course of that, like, it was, a, it was a really neat experience in that I'm like, first of all, I can do this. Like, whole I can't breathe and I'm not actually making any noise, but it feels like I'm fucking screaming, yeah. right? Yeah. That's a real thing. Totally. But then also, I was at the same time, I'm like... I felt things in my body. I'm like, okay, I feel my chest feels really tight. My throat feels small. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, it shifted. It's like, now it's in my stomach. And like, it's this whole process of like, okay. it was very interesting physiologically to assess this whole like, this super intense, like crying sort of self-therapy session. I was just talking myself through in my bathroom. I was yeah. like, fuck, this is just happening right now. Yeah. But then also my mind, like dealing with all the stuff and I'm like, Fuck. Like, my oh. body is changing the as this all progresses. Yeah, man. man. It's and a it's, whole physical it just, I've never, I've never had that strong of reaction to something. And then, all of a sudden, I'm like, fuck, like, if you're, oh, if you feel things in your chest, it means this, or whatever, and it's your throat over your head. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Don't know, because it's never happened. I can't relate. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, shit, here it is. It's, it is in my chest. This is a thing. Yeah. Did it build up, or was it pretty yeah, sudden? Yeah, no, it was crazy. Like, so was, was it like a, like a train, like slowly get to the bathroom? Like uh, a, not really. I just went to the bathroom, but I was in the middle. Like I was just talking to myself through, like, basically the course of a mantle over, like, a 24-hour period. Yeah. And then... I just got to a certain point in like my self story out loud and I was like, holy fuck. And I just like, broke down. Yeah, I just hit. Yeah. And then it was like, my body's doing stuff right yeah. now. And yeah. You like, don't have a choice. Yeah. You try to no. tough it out. But yeah. And then I'm like, the demon's coming out. Do I just stop the story? You're grabbing, like, yeah. you're facing, like, right. <laughs> yeah. Or do I carry on? I'm like, well, there's no sense stopping. You gotta go. So I took a piss and then I just kept talking and I was like, wow. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. So I guess my question for you then after that is like, do you ever find yourself like walking through, like, have you found your body like 
do similar things after some oh. certain calls. Like if the boxing totally relate. You punch the bag for some reason. You start crying. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah dude. I just started punching shit. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, and but, I, 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 you know, I, I again to touch on the music too. The bag, the bag's yes. a big, the big bag's a big part that does that gets that out. But it, it's funny. Like I, I go through the same things. I'm sure all of us have gone through the same thing. Like yeah. whether it be it like songs always hit me like songs yeah. are always a mood hitter Big right time. someone for some bizarre reason it resonates with a memory or resonates yeah. with something that, i can see you getting you know, emotional with dude. your guitar man oh yeah dude i've had some you pretty go, cool you go like i think you're in it right sometimes. i think there's frequencies in the yeah. you know, vibration i don't know yeah something about emotions and vibrations they all yeah there's yeah. a beautiful uh synergistic effect in one way shape or form but yeah i mean yeah like there's a lot of different times i mean and i've been even even particularly with my home life I mean it, it unfortunately I lost my dad last year actually coming up on the anniversary which is right. all very all very tough yeah absolutely. and it's one ways I mean I and I get a lot of those like the big like swells swells yeah. man yeah. oh and it's it's so funny because like you talk yourself through it and sometimes you think you're like some sort of insano because you like just yeah broke down crying but, like no man like it, yeah again people got to realize like it's totally normal you got to deal with that shit mm-hmm. like it's important to do it like okay you're doing it all right, let's say yeah. then, then we're doing it. Well, like, and I, for, at least for my situation at that time, I thought I'm not in a counseling or therapy session right now. But if I was, what could I potentially imagine them asking me to talk about? Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, all right, just explain what's on your mind. So I was like, I explained what's on my mind. I just ended up down this rabbit hole. Yeah. And it, 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 kept, it was almost like a narrator almost. So just intermittently <laughs> like stop and be like, Oh, this, this, and this, and then I'd be like, "Oh fuck, I didn't think of that," and then I go down another rabbit hole, and it's just like, and but then afterwards, like, oh yeah, I felt so late. I'm like, "Fuck, I, I've been carrying this around for five years." Yeah, and now I finally feel fine. They're not fine, but you know, I feel yeah. like it's gone. You yeah, know? It's I've, like, right, I've, I've accepted I feel it healthy now shape or about that, right? Yeah, and I mean. So, because you accept a thing initially doesn't mean that it's not going to resurface again. But like, yeah, you got to right. go through the re- the different acceptance processes of sure. what. And no, acceptance isn't the only thing, but the the that's got to try and be your end game. Can't change it. Yeah, got to try and be your end game. Yeah. So acceptance. Yeah. Is the yeah. End. yeah. What you, else? You might. Do? Yeah. You might. You yeah. can be angry. You can be upset and think you might be able to change something. Like the end yeah. game is like, like you're gonna have to accept it. Like it's, I think that's all things in life. Like if you people fight things so much for so long and you use so much energy and it's like look at it the thing already happened you're not doing preventative maintenance now you're fucking <laughs> scratching it backwards in time yeah you can't you know yeah. it's I'm sure whatever the anniversary is for you it's gonna be a tough day but, totally but it's Absolutely. also a healthy day because it's it's a new opportunity to I think assess this whole physiological thing I was like fuck yeah, and people experience this but they probably don't even think about it like no or they repress the shit out of it exactly. to you and like right a lot of self-medication and that. I mean, sure. like, everyone has different crutches and things to that extent. Yeah, but like, and not excluding yeah. myself, I'm sure. No, I mean, I, I know I've abused things, yeah. self-medicating thing. It'll, like, it'll improve things in one way, shape, or form. Yeah. Some, sometimes it does allow you some breakthrough sort of thoughts sure. and such in one way, shape. But, again, obviously moderation is always key to many things. But, but yeah, man, like, it's, <laughs> it's crazy to feel the manifestation of your emotions and then to go through that process, yeah. like... The heaving process of bringing it out. That's Literally, absolutely, yeah. It's a grown process, man. Oof. You don't you don't do that when you're 13 years old. No, think, no. Right? it's a little different. Totally. And if, I mean, if you do, I don't think most people are self-aware or like even aware of like a reason or why you would think about, well, I feel this in my chest or I feel this or whatever. It's like this is just fucking insane. It's happening. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know yeah. what to do about it. Mm. Versus being there and being like, okay, we're sitting in this. 
this is happening and it's actually a conversation I find I have a lot recently is like if you have let's say like a hundred spaces in your mind for thoughts and we, we just purposely occupy as many as possible with bullshit until the point of like we're not self-assessing or like being reflective on yeah. what's going on behind it because I don't want to think about what's back there but like that 70% capacity that's just being filled with bad weather and politics and bullshit mm. not that it's not important but like you're also not helping yourself be a better person by thinking about and complaining about fucking shit yeah, going on around you. That's just like yeah. turning it into drinking or doing drugs. And that's just it. Right? Well, I'll, just, I'll drink and smoke a joint yeah. every day and then I don't have to yeah. think about yeah. this thing. Those and it's all half of them don't work anymore, so yeah. I don't have to fill them. Right. But then, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I find just in general, people... So collapses like a star. <laughs> instead of where, for you, as you mentioned, you started looking into things. Like, how can I cope with this yeah. shit? Because it's going to keep coming. And, and not that I'm some sort of like no, cognitive behavior, like psychoanalysis. Analyzer? Yeah, psychoanalyzer. Analyst? <laughs> psychoanalyst. I'm an to analyst. myself, but I try, I try to be as analytical as possible myself. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Oh, that was late. <laughs> That's a sleepy mind there, man. I mean, bug. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Pig. But yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Joel's like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, it's like taste that. I yeah, know it's uh. <laughs> I don't want to be sick. Fuck. <laughs> don't blame your problems on me. <laughs> Sorry, man. You, you got your yeah, complexes. Yeah, like Joel there. Oh, like subconscious slipping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I'm chill, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you gotta you gotta sit back and analyze yourself sometimes, man. You gotta yeah. be not that you gotta be your own worst critic as much as most people are their own worst critic. And well, it's we a reoccurring it's a reoccurring theme on our podcast is you have to be aware. Yeah, totally. what's going on? There's all the time. Yeah, and it's Everyone all different. Everyone who's had this, manners, it's progressing right? in the right way. Yeah, like that's what's up. Yeah, and again, like like especially along the sides of like traumatizing things, you got to deal with, man. Like it's it's a weird thing, dude. Traumas, like, and again, like it's even interesting because I have I have personal life traumas, of course, as, as yeah. any human does. Yes, but then I get to statistically expose myself to like a substantial amount that's of crazy, uh, yeah. ridiculous like traumatizing incidents yes. right um and it's just yeah it's just an interesting thing i mean like there's there's been some some calls whether it be a like i've had some like i remember one in particular that kind of i had to work through for a while it was a young a young overdose like quite young overdose mm-hmm. in like a really weird storage unit it was just all sure. like a bizarre yeah. super bizarre thing it's hard to process yeah and then, yeah you got to go through the process of that like the, again it's it's the human aspect that you that you reflect on right and just makes it it sometimes makes it hard to be like what the hell and, i mean and of course you're not you're not blaming this individual but like you gotta you gotta yeah. you gotta think about it like and i think it's thinking. important to not that you're bringing work home with you but again it's like it's helping expand your mind to yeah. understand humans and yeah. the different paths they have like it, i think it's ignorant of you not to not to reflect on the things and think of how someone ended up there because there's a lot of people, particularly even in my industry, that are just burnt out and choose not to do that. Sure, and sure, they become like yeah. very impersonal people, right? And of course, it's, it can get tiring dealing with the same sort of issues, but like, yeah, it's just, you know, like it's important to reflect, like how, how did this young, like 18 year old girl get in this position? Yeah. That like I'm, yeah. that like I'm hauling this, this girl out of a storage unit, like on the third floor. Yeah, like, what the fuck, right? You know, like what, what, how what? Where my mind goes with that right away is, do you feel like that's harder to process, potentially because it's not something that's as closely related to something that you've experienced in your past? Mm -hmm. Like, I have a lot of people 
again, just by speaking to Shippo, like, talked to me a little bit about their personal traumas. And I feel like it's probably because they feel like I can relate yeah. on some level, even though it's completely different. But a trauma is something you can relate with a lot of people about. And so on your level, you see it all day, every day. Yeah. Do you find that, or do you think that you can process it slightly easier partially because you have some of your own but then also because you keep accumulating more exposure to other people's and it's like now i understand yeah. this is the thing i've processed it to a point where i kind of think i know how they may have got there yeah and then you see it again you're like oh yeah, i think that person sense. maybe got there similarly here's go fish yeah i got my card and now i can set it aside yeah that's right yeah. now it starts to make sense so you get right. desensitized, kind of. Yeah, but yeah, there's exposure a, for sure. There, there, there is definitely a certain desensitization because you end up having, to, like, as I said, kind of compartmentalize all these things, all these learnings, yeah. right? Because, and of course, yeah, a lot of them are sad and shit, and you do, it's not that you desensitize yourself because you always have to, you always have to be human and, like, yeah. no one's just not human, yeah. man. Like, it's funny I've had these different conversations with people, like different struggling times of the career, even even with my uh, with my girlfriend, who's always been a very supportive, encouraging person. But like you know, some people have yeah. had that like, is this is this right career for you? Like, because at one point, someone probably has to like someone reflects on that because it's like what yeah like Jesus, why am I putting myself yeah. through all of this? Yeah, like, exposure to trauma all the time. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, initially you do have to sort your jazz out, but um, yeah, you just. You, you have to take those things and you have to be able to relate it to the job so that you can better be a human to those people. Just so you, just cause you understand it. Like a big word that's always dropped is empathy. And like the big thing oh, yeah. is like empathy exhaustion in the career. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like huge, so right? much of that. Right. Yeah. Like it's just, you got to really try and hold on to that as a value because if you lose that, like yeah. you're going to start treating people poorly. And frankly, that's going to take away from like your reward of, you don't not get the dopamine so much. Yeah. You, just, you don't care. And yeah. not that, not that that's, of course, yeah, in one regard or another, that you, you you do seek that, right? But like, I think uh, I'm trying to remember who exactly said it. It was a celebrity sorts of comedian. But like, you're like one of the most valuable currencies is your effects on others, man. And oh like yeah. That that yeah. is just, it is. It's totally true. Like, and if you make an effort to try and always have a good effect, like, mm. you will be rich in one way, shape, or form in, sure. in what you feel, right? And so yeah. I have to take those different experiences to, to be able to be better to treat people and even better de-escalate things, better better be able to connect with people to help actually like get them to right. want to seek help, whether it be like mental health issues. Because like, man, like a big part of it is like just being able to socialize and be able to listen, man. Yeah. Like things like it's just in all these different things that you figure out. Like, Having people feel like you care is mm-hmm. something that people seek like yeah especially now like it's it's hard to find someone if you're talking to them to get a sense back that this person actually cares about not only what i'm saying but also about me and my well-being yeah so to be able to walk into someone's home and give that to them and be like i you know i'm here to help blah 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 and you're whatever kind yeah. of 10 seconds you have to talk but to get communicate that I'm here, I care about you and what's happening. Yeah. And then the feeling that they get back to you that it's like, I haven't had that in 20 years. Like some people like nobody, I haven't felt like somebody cared about me my whole life. Even, even some really sad, like elderly. Exactly. Exactly. Been alone. Like they don't have family around or family doesn't visit. And like, you are like that feeling like totally. And like, something you go to value. I mean, maybe it is a really kind of convalescent call and you're, 
Yeah. Don't have to do much. You're monitoring the patient. But sure. Like, Remember, we were out the one day and you got a beer sent to you. Yeah. And it was a guy from McCall, but you didn't think you like. It I probably wasn't weighed on you as much, but him, it was like, yeah. boom, yeah. this is that guy. That dude helped yeah, me. Yeah. 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 And, and, and again, like it's. <laughs> that was sweet, man. That was cool to see. That, yeah, that was a really neat moment for me too. Like, probably saved your life. Thanks, bud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sweet. Yeah. And, and people's definition of an emergency is all very individualistic Absolutely. too, right? Yeah. Obviously, someone and all of us who've been through a lot of different things or work different emergency and rescue services and is aware about their body as they as they sure. are. Yeah. You know, they you you understand when the necessity is for for the real emergency <clears throat> help, yeah, right? Yeah. But a lot of people live their life like so like in this state that like it is sometimes incomprehensible and this is even a difficult thing because obviously like a lot of our call volume is some calls that um, frankly we aren't necessarily doing any of our emergency medicine we're just transporting someone to the hospital sure right, right. but it's like it's an emergency for this person and like as much as sometimes we're like Sign, you know, like oh, like, you're right. actually fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, but this person called nine one one. Like when we think about what we have to feel to call nine one one, that yeah. person felt. Even they though, felt that. Yeah. yeah, even though it, we wouldn't consider that we'd get that feeling, but like, that's pretty intense. That's an intense feeling for yeah. people, right? Like, Are you okay? Right? That like, example yeah. is prime example of your growth, though, as a person, especially being a paramedic, right? Yeah, you're you're seeing oh, yeah. you're you're just. You're connecting with their feeling, with how you'd feel, seeing the difference, knowing the difference, and treating with care yeah. as needed, right? Rather than what you think is needed. Yeah. There's no reality. That was a trauma for them. To call to actually dial 911 yeah. in a perceived state of emergency, that is traumatizing. Totally. Guaranteed. 100%. So it's like, regardless, even if they stubbed their toe or broke it on the door or something, then you yeah. show up, they're in, like, their reactions have already happened. Yeah, they're you know, finally like... like yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And and again I think even to, to comment on how again that carries over to life, like I know this sounds like a lot of these kind of mantras that you hear about life, but like man, you can't take life so serious too. Yeah. Like and, and I'm not not to say that to the people I mean I mean who are calling on one not I'm not addressing that, but like it's it's a neat thing. Like why people get upset when they're rendering care to people is like what like why why like what, what do yeah. you care man like you're getting paid to be yeah. here for twelve this hours job, and just man. do this yeah, yeah. like yeah. what are you so sad about like yeah. it's kind of pretty cool like yeah and and then again like all of the real serious stuff like man life like in an instant like there's even obviously this this story is out right now um, again I this is this is I'm excited that even kind of thought about this I shouldn't say excited because it is a very yeah. sad story but also a very harrowing very uplifting story in one way shape or form because like you have no idea man like what the universe has set out for you whatever mm-hmm. higher power you believe in or whatever sort of fate you believe in like that normal walk that you've done for 25 years one day might be a car that hits you and, yeah. like you had no fucking idea that your life now you're quad or quadriplegic or you're like it, Life just yeah, just changes like that, man. Absolutely. So, and, and I mean, again, yeah. like I mean, I I've again had different struggles with holding on to the past and different things like that, and like yeah. to work those things out is yeah, is a is a really is a really insane thing. And I mean, so like for example, this again a reminder, very intense, sad story. I don't know whether you guys had read in the news, but one of my colleagues in London, um, actually, like this this young healthy lady who's whose husband is a paramedic as well 
Um, you know, big big shout out to uh, Sam and Phil Quinlan, and bless them. I hope Sam's doing really really well. She uh, she went VSA on night shift like four three in the morning. Wow, man! Like what? With just just her and her partner at a base. So VSA so, for everyone. V- so yeah, for so for people who don't know, sorry. And again, I always drop this. I mean, even. Uh, with Joel, so VSA means vital signs absence. Essentially, yes. you're, you're, you're your cardiac right. arrest. Yeah, like, yeah. and I mean, and again, people don't get this necessarily because uh, you know, like cardiac arrest. Like when you see it in the movies, like you always see the flat line and the shock. And that isn't the case. Like, it's that your heart has essentially gone into an arrhythmia that doesn't yes. effectively pump blood. So now you've gone unconscious. Eventually, that lack of oxygen and blood to your yeah. brain, you're going to put brain dead, systemic, as, yeah. as as well as your heart will just eventually stop so, pumping, obviously yeah. fibrillating. Um, causing systemic organ death, right? So, this this poor lady, um, the anecdote goes, the story, um, is that the tones went off the base, it was like four in the morning, tones went off the base, and uh, and for anyone who might be listening, one of my colleagues, I do apologize if I mess up any of the story. Um, so, tones went off the base, uh, it was for a standby, so, so not like a super urgent call, or call where you're like really decking out, trying to make your shoot time for, uh, for the call. Um, and the one, the partner, uh, Cam Young, like easily you can address as a hero, this fellow who, who did this, like fantastic paramedic, absolutely great paramedic. And even at that, he started a GoFundMe page as well for them. Oh, wow. So obviously during this, so I mean, for any uh, for yeah. anyone listening, there's a GoFundMe page for Sam and Phil Quinlan and their family and to help, to help them get through this tough time. She's still in hospital, things are looking good, but still in hospital nonetheless. Right. Um, so tones went off for standby, Cam got up and went to the washroom. Um, came out and noticed that the, the recliner had sat up, right? However, she was uh, she was snoring, respirations, and what we call is like posturing, kind of looks like seizing. It's like yeah, 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 it's yeah, like yeah contraction. Yeah. Yeah. She's out. Yeah. So Cam had um, got her into onto the floor to be able to assess her and better or take a look. Ran out to the truck to grab the our monitor, our defibrillator. Yeah. Um, uh, unfortunately, because again, in the heat of the moment, you're, this is four in the morning, and generally when tones go off at four in the morning, it's all a very tough situation, getting your bearings and everything. Yeah. Um, accidentally locks himself out of the crew room. Oh, shit. Has to go out, like, probably less than three. Goes out, smashes the window, gets back in, like, I'm like fuck yeah. Right away, yeah. yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like, just, he just knew what he was doing. And uh, got in there, found her to be VSA. Yeah. Um, just so happened that this particular base in Dorchester, we have what's called a, Lu- a Lucas. On the truck, and it's like an automatic compression machine for CPR that you yeah. can touch. Right. It's like a piston. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, really yeah. neat. So he again, in his senses, I think he had he had started to run his cardiac arrest procedure, like started his compressions, gave a gave a shock, so she was in a shockable rhythm, which is really cool. Right. Yeah. Uh, got out, got that Lucas machine, and like ran the arrest by himself, put the compressions on, ran the monitor. Um, I don't, I don't know. If I I can't comment. I don't know what he did airway wise and whatever not. Yeah. I, th- I think I'm sure he did manage something along those lines too, sure. to be able to probably ventilate while he's running the, like, yeah. yeah you he speculate did a, some things, but either totally, way, yeah. Yeah, like, did a fucking kick-ass job, and yep. then got what we call a ROSC, yep. which is a return right. of spontaneous circulation. Yep. And, uh, and yeah, he had uh, other primary, like, at one point when he got up to get the defibrillator, I think he hopped on the radio and, and called said, for help. Yeah, called for help, like, and, and again, probably very collectively and articulately yep. to that extent, and, uh, you do, yeah. yeah. And again, like when we talk about this switch, dude, like, and it's, it was heavy listening to this goddamn story, man, because all of us medics have run a VSA, a cardiac arrest, and it is like, 
not to, and again, yes, we do kind of desensitize not to take away from it, but it, it just becomes an algorithm. Like you just, yeah. you know, you what go you into do. this mode and you know what you're yeah, doing, right? Process, of course, there's right? already, yeah. there's, yeah. there's things that you, that change environmentally and what happens with the, the patient, how they got there, yada, yada. Yeah. But, well, you know, you have a job to do right away. Yeah. Every second counts, right? Yeah. So yeah. you just, you turned on, you're Standard. in arrest, you yeah. got to return. And, and like, that's it's insane just, to do, man, by yourself. By himself. That's a lot it's of fucking shit, man. insane. Man, it's so, and then yeah, crew showed up. They, he, she already had her return of circulation. They transported yep. her, and and now like like again, things are, are looking yeah. looking good so wow, far, man. right? But good for him, you know, it, it's it's intense because like it, again, it's that human aspect, right? Like you never think it's gonna happen to the partner that's sitting next to you yeah. on your standard issue night shift that you yeah. work with day in day out. This yeah. this young lady who's healthy and like oh, yeah. I'm. I mean, again, you can't speculate to pers- yeah. speculate personal health and whatnot, but like as far as you know, but like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Seems like a healthy young yeah. world. She's healthy enough again. to be in a truck to save other people. Yeah, who yeah. knows? And, and, yeah. and I'm not speculating to what necessarily happened, but who knows what what yeah. what, what night know. shift yeah. that tone is going to send me into a yeah. into a fibrillation because I get stunned yeah. so hard, right? Who, yeah. I'm not saying that's necessarily happened, but like you don't know. No, yeah. you know right? nothing. Yeah, and and then even to that effect, like thinking again of having to ever work a friend or a colleague yeah. and which is ultimately a friend when you're a partner you know like you yeah. you do develop a certain as a brother is very similar to yeah. the grand band I'm sure totally, you're, yeah. you're you, you have to you have to have quarters, a camaraderie absolutely right? you have to work fluidly in chemistry you need so, to I mean, be able to count on the people around you on much like and death absolutely. yeah much like she did could on cam I mean yeah. of course all of us have had fantastic training and I I, I I commend uh, Middlesex London for all the all the training that they do and how they keep us their very progressive awesome. service. Um, you know, but you always you, you know you always say to yourself, not that I'm doubting my abilities, but you always say to yourself like, you know, I for fucking you. hope I'd be able to react like that yeah. if I ever had yeah. that situation, yeah. right? Yeah, and that's even that's a reflective process. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Or then, but then you could even analyze: Is there an area that I feel insufficient in that I could potentially? get yeah, better at it and improve on right now yes yeah, so if that happened mm-hmm. today what would be my downfall how do i improve and like i think that that mindset in general as you mentioned earlier like the people who are doing the shit that they're really fucking succeeding at have that ability to be like three steps ahead or one, even one step ahead is more mm-hmm. than most people will be like what is gonna be my shortcoming when something bad happens or totally. when when it's when it counts whatever it is good or bad what can I improve on? Like no different than lifting. What are my weak points in my yeah, squat? Yeah. What are my weak parts in my fucking whatever? Yeah. What can I work on today to improve myself down the line? Yeah. Whether it's for myself or for others. And in your case, you know, it's, it's both, right? But yeah, it's, yeah, really, it's awesome. Yeah, it's a wild, it's a wild trip, man. Dude, it's crazy. And like you said, you never know uh, when it's going to be. We for just anybody. had, a, yeah, yeah, exactly. For, yeah. for Mind Rescue, we had uh, 30, 30 some year old young iron worker. He just went, uh, he died underground. Yeah. I uh, just propped up some kind of issue. I don't want to get into the details. I guess, yeah. long story yeah. short, iron worker, strong. All these guys, everyone underground, we're working, we're strong, we're healthy. This guy's ending shift, going to work, dead. Okay, yeah. so young guy. Uh, yesterday with the fire department call, and this is one I give you guys so much respect, man. As soon as I, I'm driving to this call, and as soon as I see the, because now we have a page that tells us the right. call as well. It's uh, it was uh, a pedestrian struck by uh, right. semi. Uh, so right away my heart sank. And I'm like, fuck. I'm going to this. I don't want to see this. I hope to fucking god the paramedics are there already dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy when like 
you sign up for that, man. Yeah. yeah. Like, I sign up for it too, but not at the rate, volume, full time that you do, right? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, And I'm not going to be the paramedic on the scene. I'll assist them, but in the end, they have to deal with the, yeah. the person, right? Yeah, AI you know transports. I mean? I mean, and I mean, again, but like all, all puzzle pieces, have they not been in place? It all makes for like a, a success. However you want they to do. I just like I but really totally. feel for your job, man. Oh, I appreciate that. Interesting question then for you in this instance. Like, I would think from an outside perspective, because I have no experience in this, you would have a much higher efficiency at processing that based off of the regularity that you see it. Whereas if you say you've seen twenty of these similar cases on your pager or whatever, and Joel sees one. You've already got the process. Be like, I've been to a scene like this. I've seen some fucking crazy stuff, whatever. And you have this program in your mind when you get there. These are the things I'm going to check. This is where I'm going to go. This is this and this and this. Where Joel's like, fuck. This you know, is this yeah, is why I hope the paramedics new. there, right? Because right? I know there's different right? minds too. Like for sure, I'm sure for him, he's thinking like, shit. Are we going to be? Are we going to be freaking air? Like, are we going to be propping this truck off of off of someone? Are yeah, we right. Be, exactly. Are we gonna, like, so, so just different. But different if you were to expose that once, then maybe twice and three times, you get more comfortable, more confident, oh, for sure, more confident, for sure. right? But then also like afterwards, you can process through faster. Do you find, like, do you think that that would be a applicable? 1,000%. 100% correct. Yeah. I mean, like, and, and, and again, like, much I had mentioned in the beginning, the beauty of the job is, like, <clears throat> as much as you see something over and over again, it's never going to be the same. No. Right. But, like, you do, right. of course, like, you always, you always have to resort back to your training. And, like, there's algorithms to what you follow to make the most efficient treatment, right? right? And so, yeah, you remind yourself, you go through that, and you're, like, so you go through the what ifs, like, I mean, obviously, in, in a situation like a big trauma like that, you're, you're thinking about what you need to stabilize. The big thing is time, speed. Yeah. Like you, like there's Worth like left. there's there's time standards that just are have statistically improved trauma patients mm-hmm. that you just try to adhere to, right? Like, yeah. not that you just scoop and go, but you scoop and you you do like a lot Load of stuff on fast, route. Yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff on route and like stabilizing and trying to prevent yeah. as much blood loss however be it whether that be like reducing like sometimes like even instances um it's devastatingly sad as that instance is but like a lot of bad traumas like that sometimes like even pedestrian struck sometimes there isn't a lot of external writing right. but yeah. we have such oh, great yeah. anatomical dead space yeah that we can easily fill ourselves up with everything that we let fluid flow around right yeah. so so there's yeah there's a lot of different methods that you think I and mean, again hey you go through like all the big serious ones like okay what are some of the, like obviously like pelvis is a big thing uh, yeah. of course like all the chest but there's not really all that much you can do stabilizing chest walls unless yeah. there's any like puncture injuries and such but like they need they, a surgery room if it's serious yeah, right yeah a tra- trauma is a surgical disease is yeah. what we call that's a good way to put it yeah, yeah. yeah. and like and time so I mean time yeah, time right. to the table is what we mm-hmm. gotta get right so yeah it, it is it's all and of course like yeah you do prepare yourself in every way but that's that's that switch too yeah yeah right right yeah, as you're preparing your yeah. as we mentioned earlier in the day you get the go yeah yeah <laughs> I like to fuck around big time you guys both know that but yeah. uh, I strap on the BG and my rest gear the bunker gear the fire department's like yeah let's yeah. that... kind of shift this back because I think we missed this on the last conversation because it didn't record but to transfer out of this the craziness we talked about physical exertion a bit mm. 
and how you're how you've been training the last little bit and kind of how we're training i just kind of want to bring this back home yeah yeah back, back, back to the you know, back to the yeah, little head bit maybe a little bit just yeah because, totally you know this is all great too but yeah it's, it's at the it's, end of the day we got to deal with it afterwards yeah so what have you been doing you know you mentioned so you built the heavy bag and stuff but yeah so I mean, again? obviously throughout all this is really bizarre the closing gyms suck like it's yeah. it's tough and you you got to find your own your way much as we discussed being self-aware and everything right uh, so yeah, my my uh, my buddy Joel here, Jojo comes drops off a big heavy bag. Like I think it was like I don't know, it was dark out nine thirty ten at night. I'm in my in my boxers playing COD. You're not on the window with a big heavy bag, Jojo. I'm like, oh, hey, we couldn't man. like touch hands, high five, yeah, right like, the glass. Yeah, yeah. Like he just leaves, <laughs> yeah. leaves it on the front porch, waves again, and hauls off. Yeah. Like, and uh, yeah, so I built uh, I built a little thing out back. And that, that's been my major coping mechanism. And uh, it's interesting because, I mean, I, I know we touched on how much Joel and I trained. We did a lot of weight training. I put on a lot of heavy weight. I mean, like, I had the opportunity to train like that and diet well and everything. It's interesting transitioning into with work and everything. That's just not – I just can't sustain that. I just don't yeah. have the time to eat. Yeah. So, like, I've had to change my approach to physicality. I mean, because I still love the weights. I still love doing all those yeah. things. But that's why I really enjoy boxing. I love that yeah. exertion. I love that cardio. Uh, and I like, I just like movement. I like keeping my, my body movement healthy because right. at the end of the day, like I do spend a lot of time sitting in the truck, regardless of how much lifting you might do and that, yep. but like still probably 75, 80% yeah. of the time you're yeah. sitting in the back of the truck and you're rendering care from your knees or sitting, I'm too tall to stand in the back. So, yep. so yeah, a lot of, a lot, like, I mean, my, uh, my close buddy, uh, Noah, Noah Hellrig, shout out to him down in Australia. Can't come, can't come home right now, but doing his thing. He did, he did a lot of yoga. Right. Yeah. And he influenced me a lot about like the first twenty twenty minutes, half hours of most of my workouts consist of a lot of yoga and body movement stuff just mm-hmm. to get flowing because like, I don't know not that I'm that old, but like twenty eight I gotta I gotta make sure I it's the foundation that builds yeah, you for what you keep what yeah. you do when you're older, right? Yeah, like sure. and how your joints are gonna be. So yeah, I've changed to a lot of kind of more sustainable more sustainable weight, more sustainable training style, like um obviously doing a lot of boxing that kind of really switched into more of a cardio gear like I didn't yeah. do as much weights and uh and such but again that's why I've always loved the beach patrol for right. there's something important about having not that you need to have a goal training but like it's just important to find what you what you find valuable to encourage you to train essentially right it's got to be meaningful yeah. right if you can have your why to, to into the how yeah and to yeah. mean like the beach patrol influenced me a lot for that obviously there is a certain degree of wanting to stay in shape and healthy for work um, but yeah a lot of there's a lot of like more so ma- maintenance type of type of uh, training it's a lot of stretching a lot of different body movement stuff I mean yeah. I still have a lot of influences from from Ito you could yeah, Edo Edo Portal, Portal, yeah. yeah. And uh, do you find that uh, when we wrestled hard, it was kind of a glimpse into why we need to keep our body limber? Yeah. Because I don't find you get, you never know soreness until you've wrestled mm-hmm. another human body <laughs> hard, yeah. and then you realize how much shit you lack, how much range of motion you lack, and yeah. like you get twisted oh. up, your legs over your head, and you're all fucked up because you got wrestled. <laughs> Everything's pulled. And then yeah. after yeah. you're so sore, and you can hardly totally. you can hardly twist. You're like. I don't want to feel like this when I'm older. I gotta get I gotta get my body in good shape, right? Yes. I found wrestling was like a big oh big cue. And then you get yeah. injuries and you gotta you, you yeah, realize how much injuries, injuries <laughs> set you back. You're yes. like, fuck, I can't I can't have these. I gotta your fingers and shit, like yeah. 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 Everything, man. Yeah. Back sore, necks, you know what I mean? Necks. Oh, neck. I always had neck neck crankers. Just oh, they, it always gets fucked yeah, up. Yeah, it's yeah, it's hysterical. I found it one of the 
wrestling is one of those things that makes you appreciate your body when it works so well because you're just in such a car accident yeah. afterwards. Like, I don't want to feel like this when I'm older. No. Yeah. <laughs> I better get my shit together. That strength, the transition from that is like this weird old man type of strength that you just don't get in yeah. different places too. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Right? Definitely tendon strength and <laughs> yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. 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 It's, it's a funny, it's a funny type of training. And again, man, like I, I'm so appreciative. I say this all the time to people is like, had I not had the opportunity to train, like I wouldn't be in half the shape I'd be. I probably wouldn't have, like, I mean, I always, like, I did start working out. Like, I remember sneaking in the gym, like, you know, like, 13, 14. I forget yeah. the age was for, to go up to the gym at the Y there. But I remember sneaking in and enjoying that and getting into it. But, like, doing conditioning with you is what, like, I was like, whoa. Like, look at these results. Like, yeah, I'm getting in real. shape, man. And like, it goes both it's ways, so right? Cool. I'm, no. I'm training with the young bucks. Like, yeah. oh, I got to try to keep up show these guys. <laughs> yeah. Show yeah. these guys what's up. Yeah. 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 Which is probably part of the reason you invited us to wrestle the odd time. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. I'll yeah. Just, <laughs> 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 oh, you guys don't know how to wrestle here. Jump on the mat. Try this. Pull out. I'll show you you don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and again, like, I'm, I'm so grateful, like, that I even have basic knowledge. You know, it's important, I think, to be confident in your body confident in your abilities like one thing i always say about having a basic understanding of certain combat sports and that is uh it's kind of i always find it funny it's like it's, it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener yeah right for Absolutely. sure yeah. All the time. and like when that uh that douchebag smacked your girlfriend's ass and all of a sudden he's against a pole getting choked yeah. out <laughs> that's gotta feel yeah. good man that's yeah, yeah. gotta feel good and, right? to ha- and to have none of his friends wanting to intervene because no. they're just like oh, but you know what probably <laughs> shined was your confidence like yeah yeah I'm, I could do this, boys. You guys want to tangle a little yeah. bit? I've I mean, rolled around a bit. Yeah. I mean, like, it's interesting because there's, there's a lot about that mode, much of we discussed about coping and like anger yeah. management and yes. activityness. There's much of that that like, part of me doesn't like that side, but it's a side of me that I need to be comfortable and, and understanding about too. Yeah. There's no, there's no part of you that you're just going to disappear. So like, right. it's important yeah. to be able to manage that and like the discipline of martial arts, the discipline of... Yeah you know, like exerting yourself to like wanting to puke and like learning how to do movement and feeling torque yeah. of punches and feeling what yeah. getting a good grip on someone and controlling your body's like putting someone really in a submissive cool. position. Yeah. yeah. And then letting them off. Yeah. Just, you know yeah, what I mean? Just, yeah. Like you're, you're, you're about door. to die. I yeah. can kill you right now, but just joking. Yeah, we're just friends. Joking. We'll, do, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll drop this. Yeah. Now you try me. Yeah. 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 Just that awareness of like what it feels like to punch at something. Yeah, right? yeah. It's, it's not the connect. It's, I think that a lot of people have this idea that I, I can just punch someone, but there's fucking consequences. Like, you <laughs> yeah. break your hand. Yeah. You know? yeah, what happens when you punch that guy in the forehead? Your hand goes smash, and the guy's forehead's fine. Yeah, yeah. And you're then like, what? Oh, and what are you gonna punch him with? And you yeah. threw a pill of a punch because you just figured it'd be easy. <laughs> right. yeah. And you don't know, have it's like throwing a baseball after you know. It's like, I don't know, throw a baseball. I just flip my arm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But like. Yeah, same thing. Right? Yeah. Grab a baseball with your yeah. wrong hand after not throwing for ten years. And I throw think it. having this blind Vision confidence punch. is it's more ignorance, really. But like, that's not good. It's good to know if you don't have the skill set because yeah. you can either improve it or try to work around it to avoid using it. And, right? Like, and much as you say, understanding the consequences makes you far less apt to oh, do for something. Sure. Like if, right. if everyone, if obviously this is like a hypothetical situation, like if theoretically everyone in a bar, all these hot, like. Meatheads were all horny and whatever else. All did jiu-jitsu. We, we are, all did stand-up. Yeah, which yeah. <laughs> all them are. And, and don't get me wrong. Once you get alcohol involved, it doesn't matter what sort of discipline you have. Sometimes, right? Yeah. But like, 
a lot of people would just choose not to get into fights because like, well... I'm going to avoid it. Yeah, fuck. Like, I, 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 my face is pretty okay right now. I'm trying not to yeah. have broken face syndrome. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't afford to be more ugly, so yeah. I need to pause this. Yeah, yeah, I, I, should, yeah. I should stop this. Everyone like, in here... I oh, this guy sure might s- kick me in the head from two feet away. I'm yeah. Probably, no, I should probably, yeah. <laughs> nice. I could for sure say the more violent I've, I became capable of, the more peaceful I've been. For sure, yeah. I used to be a little nutbag when I was growing up yeah. and stuff. I'd be squirrely, want to fight at bars and stuff. Like, now would be the last thing I'd want to happen. Right. You know what I mean? And but I, mean, I could kill my older version. Oh, yeah. I would destroy me. If I ran into yeah. me 10 years ago, yeah. I would destroy that Just the confidence and collectiveness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally, man. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you practically would beat yourself up before he even beat you up. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> tried to beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> watch, watch this. Yeah. You think yeah, you I'll, can punch? Watch. I'll go. No, you just buy yourself a drink. Like be like, here you go, man. Just yeah. Go yeah. yeah. Here. Just go be upset in the corner. Yeah. Go stop all this craziness. Yeah. Here's some hot rods. Go deal with them and just. I'm gonna go hang out with girls because I like them more than you. We both like (laughs) girls. We're both the same guy. So we don't change. Everything's still good. Yeah. Joke again. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. 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 Yeah. And if you disagree, I will make you choke on your own teeth. Yeah. Because I'm better now. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I do have that side. We'll just crack you if you're not gonna be civil with me. Yeah. Yeah, and that's even like being able to be civil with people. I know. Yeah. Joel and I, I'm sure he's had the discussion with you before too. Like, there's something. In, in accordance like with even with jiu-jitsu again if theoretically if everyone did jiu-jitsu and understood that like someone in this bar could just turn around and be on my back monkey style and I will be defensively unconscious or maybe they'll just kill me yeah like just to be aware of that is super important and even I know we've discussed that like if by some stupid odd chance I was being the instigator drunk stupid idiot trying to fight I, I hope that the person who you know, maybe knows what they're doing, would just choke me out and let me go. Yeah. Rather than getting decked in the face. I'd, I'd take that. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah okay. Quiet. I was Good a dummy. Night. Yeah. I like a dummy. And then, and then, you know, you might, you, you'll feel, that. you'll feel a little yeah. screwed up probably after, but it's Bill a lot better than a right headache on, the next day. Right on Main Street, Grand Man. We're going to the bar. Yeah. This guy's like, ah, just starts being an idiot. Bill got two, two on one them. Yeah. Two, uh, arm drag, spun him around, choked him out, laid him nicely on the sidewalk. We all kept walking. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which could have ended up being like a, a three-person kick on the ground. Yeah, like, not to say that sure. you were the type of people, but no, like, but it could have been. It could have been. Yeah. Could have been. Could, the wrong yeah. group. You could have been like. That's the person you want to run into if you're out of your brain. Yeah, there, if you're being stupid, you have that off night, right? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly the person because it, again, understanding the consequences, I would rather be choked out and laid on my side than get decked in the face unconscious and wake up with a like a splitting concussion yeah. headache and yeah. a mangled face. Yeah, like, yeah. You're you're too in yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Rud- Ruddle, the paramedic he was talking about before, <laughs> I have a connection with him because he's driven me in the ambulance. Um, he was my paramedic uh, attending to me as I was knocked out going to the hospital. Right. Well, I wasn't knocked out anymore, but. Yeah. Yeah. Once yeah. 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 you guys made the connection, like, yeah, so you, you still had the buddy boss. I'm like, yeah, yeah, man. Still had the, the here with all that. <laughs> you can discuss that. You seem all right. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think I'm all right. Yeah. Do you have any, like, we'll say, takeaway or advice that you could offer to anybody listening and from your life path thus far? Well, yeah. Kind it, of a large question, but... Yeah, it, it is. I mean, I, don't know, I always try to be as articulate as possible, but like, yeah, I mean, yeah, much I said earlier, like, we need to, and don't get me wrong, all of us are awful at listening to our own advice, but like, yeah, we yeah. need to not take life so seriously. There's a certain importance about a lot of the little things, man. Yeah. Like, a lot of people 
don't relish in moments. Even even the three of us down in the sun today, like that sort of moment doesn't necessarily exist for people because they Amazing. don't have the time and space of mind to do things like that, right? right? So yeah, those sorts of things are all really important. And I, much as we had mentioned about the self-awareness, like obviously that's a huge attribute to being an improving and evolving individual is like you, as much as we appreciate our friends and all of our family who will light fires in our asses at the end of the day, it's what you take from their fire. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's just an important thing. We got to be, we got to be peaceful, happy people, man. And you know, like amongst being peaceful and happy, as we just touched on, you know, sometimes that does mean having an understanding of violence. Yeah. Maybe that does mean <laughs> that being a part of your exertion, yeah. a part of your coping, you know, like peace, much as we had talked about, like there's a balance. Yeah. Like, no, it's not how it works. You got to be able to pendulum back and forth. And, really, yeah. and like you got to, you got to like adapt it. to the either side. Sometimes, sometimes we're in, in the bathroom looking at the mirror as we're yeah. <laughs> internally screaming at ourselves. Sometimes yeah. we're outside smashing weights and punching bags. And then sometimes we're chilling, looking into the sun of the beach with our eyes and closed. Just like this. Up and man. Yeah, you yeah. just yeah. You got a pendulum. You got to you got to enjoy it. And again, man, simple things. Which like which as we talked without the lows, like and, and of course, like some people have more lows than highs. But take it like yeah. that. You would never understand the highs if you didn't know. And that's just it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like people have this common perception that they can understand situations they hear about. Because it's like, oh, I can picture that happening to me. But like 95% of the things around a situation is what make the situation. So yeah. if I punch you in the nose, everyone can imagine what that's going to feel like. Yeah. But it's everything else. It's like, well, now my hand's busted. Now your nose is busted. Yeah. Now your orbital bone is crushed. And all these things, it's like, you wouldn't know about that if you've never been there and got smashed in the nose no. or punched someone in the nose. So, but it's just in life in general, it's like, oh, I can imagine this happened to me. That's going to be pretty tough. It's like, that part was easy. Yeah. It was six months after with all the shit you will never understand. Yeah. Because it didn't happen to you. It'll never happen to anyone else the same. Everyone is unique in the experience. But like, that's the part that we learn from and people don't think we don't have the capacity to try and project that out. Right. So yeah, it takes certain individuals to do that. And yeah, yeah, I suppose like, a, a saying that I, I I love to use. I'm quite sure it was from a Jason Statham movie. However, uh, yeah, great, great is. is if you great. haven't watched Jason Statham movies, you should. They're yeah, awesome. Yeah, great, <laughs> especially Crank. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's it's good judgment comes from experience and experience from bad judgment, and Absolutely. that's that low to high that's that you got to experience to yeah. have a judgment at all you have to experience it's Beautiful. just yeah i've always thought i was like yeah yeah how insightful jason yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's been a treat man your outlook is great you know especially i i totally agree with you with yeah. uh just uh keep it simple enjoy the small things you know yeah. see the big picture don't but uh just be a good i person. think i think totally. your great outlook is shaped by all the shitty things you've seen too right so totally. it's awesome man this it's has been a great super important it's been a great we actually recorded two podcasts i don't even know if we touched the same shit yeah yeah, yeah yeah i know yeah. We, but i remember it was bright and sunny outside now it's pitch black i've been wow. super eager to get on this i know you've been doing this this podcast for a while and, yeah. and it's interesting because i love the contrast of conversations right mm. 
So it's. Uh, I appreciate I'm, that. I'm really, I'm really, really stoked that you oh, guys gave me that opportunity. Dude, so. great to have you oh, on. Yeah, like, I, you. you're my, you're my lifesaver guy. You know, like, if there's one guy depend to keep me alive, it's Vazzy. Yeah. Right? Whether that's giving me good. Uh, Good information. Well, muscle bills is my other one. On that <laughs> yeah, one. yeah. Or if yeah, I need opinion, it's either honestly, yeah. honestly, I, I got two of my best friends here. If I need an opinion on something, I'd probably message you. The, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Right. If it was a health thing, I'd probably message you. Yeah. If it was like, is this gonna? What's the situation? If, yeah. Yeah, if it's a little crazy, <laughs> I might ask Bill a little bit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Yeah. And again, but, even even to to that side on your behalf, I mean, yeah, you're. You're part of the there's that team that you discussed. There's apocalyptic team yeah. that I'm like again. Oh, there's that's these right, right? Packs, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got you. Man. Yeah, we I all got we you. all got it. Yeah, it's all the uh, it's all these. No, forms. I'm super happy you got on, man. It's been a slice, and I you're a stand up guy, and I uh, value your uh, uh, your opinion and your outlook and stuff. And I think if a lot of people and hopefully the people listening start sharing the, those same values, the same outlook, that they're gonna be yeah. they're gonna get they're gonna become better people. Yeah, for sure. A better yeah. world, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like Elon Musk said in his podcast, it, and I think it was the first Joe Rogan podcast, at the end, Joe Rogan's like, same thing as you just touched with Ozzy. Is there anything you want to say to everybody? Now you've got the world's attention. Yeah. yeah. And he could have said anything. He's got all these billion-dollar companies and all that shit. Yeah. He, all he said was, love is the answer. Yeah. yeah. And it was so that's crazy so to see, because cool. that's not like me. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't give a shit, right? Give him a steak. I don't give a shit. But it, he's right, man. Love is the answer. You yeah. can fucking throw it every which way you want to. But essentially, that's what it is, man. Whether it's being empathetic or um, mm-hmm. uh, not stressing, helping people out over certain things. Maybe it's not so much to them, but you know, you got to yeah. share people's. Uh, and bringing it back around, as you mentioned too, it's like um, just being able to show people that you care, right? And like being, it's it's all about the people, and that's not only yeah, in your job, but in everything, right? You need to be aware enough that like you could be the best or worst part of anyone's day that you meet. Yeah. yeah. Right. And that's, that's a really impactful thing. If I, if you sit down and think about it. Totally. And I mean, so I think it's a very deeply ingrained genetic thing to us to some extent. Cause I heard this once is that part of the thing that makes us so human, I think particularly like in the very primitive kind of caveman states, whereas we, we cared for another human and like got them like, and not like, an illness or injury, like more often than not, like every other animal in their illness or injury, no other animal cares necessarily for one. I'm sure there is. I shouldn't say no other animal. Yeah. I'm sure there are. I don't know that for certain. But like something that made us superhuman is like we're not maybe, zoologers. No, no, we're not zoologers <laughs> at all. But yeah, something that made us superhuman is that we had the capacity to think, yo, if I help this almost dead human because it got like gnawed by a tiger or some shit, then oh, I'm, I'm still gonna have. A human here. Yeah. Like, this is good. This is good. This is, yeah. <laughs> these are good things. Like, yeah. Great success. Yeah. Good success. I don't know why, yeah, but, uh, yeah, hi, Fred. You're my good friend. You can help yeah. me hunt the tiger. Yeah, right? now you can help me stay alive right? more. Like, this me. is good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so, I, I mean, that's, uh, I think that's something that's obviously long forgotten, so. No, that's great. No, it's good to have John. I don't, I don't see you very often. But, like, in really over the years, we haven't had a lot of opportunities to sit down and talk and in depth, right? So, it's, yeah. It's nice to, yeah. Yeah, today was a great day hell yeah and, yeah uh, sunshine it sunshine, was great yeah. we'll get down your way and do like i don't know some kind of yeah we, we should even we could even get some of the beach patrol fellows on to this oh that'd be to, dope that'd be man. cool have a kind of a big guest big guest I'm all down, chat. this is not a uh, picture into my life at all but i'm all down to have like a group setting thing going on on this like It'd be sweet, man. Yeah. yeah. It'd be sweet. Imagine having a, a few more of the boys from the yeah the, 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 the whole part of the whole deal 
fitness and and some of them are freaks like what you're talking about no one no yeah. one does one-handed planks at the beach yeah. man like flies in the air with one oh, I don't yeah. he does crazy stuff man yeah dynamics well, one's one's a pilot no like lots of paramedics like they, man like yeah it's one's a good rugby yeah. player yeah one's a fantastic rugby player fantastic athlete yeah, it'd, be cool. it'd be cool to get you get you all on oh, yeah, all guys, i'd get too excited though want to get crazy with you guys seeing everybody yeah well i mean that together. even might be part of it too yeah. you know like christ <laughs> maybe we'll, it could get into a little some silly talk so get back down to get some video or something yeah. like you know what i mean it'd be cool but, yeah no it's great yeah, well, thank, yeah uh, thank how you do people get a hold of you if they want it i don't know if Wanna, well, of course. I mean, I guy, you want to do any of that, or you yeah. I mean, I think I think most of my most of my social media is pretty open for the most part. I'm not like not like yeah. a terribly active person yeah. on it now, but I do I do have some pretty some good content to that extent in terms of like just yeah again just happy happy things. What is know? it like, though? Uh, in terms of like, like the, your Instagram handle is uh, what is my Instagram? I don't know Aaron Boscamp. I, I always look for Bozzy and I never find you. So I think like, huh. I think it's like Avoz Six. I have no idea, <laughs> okay. man. Whatever. But yeah, Anyways, Aaron, I'm sure Aaron he's Boscamp. tagged on some of my stuff somewhere. Yeah, right? yeah. You Either can way. find me in some of Joel's stuff. I'm often some of his stories. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of course. Always, always send me a message. Like I think again, I think a lot of those lines are all open. Send me a message. I'm always happy to chat with people. Like especially it's it's neat being able to pass on whatever you can to others. Right. Yeah. So. Sick. Yeah. Well, we appreciate your time, man, and uh, and vice versa. Thank yeah. you guys for your time. And always, you want to make an appointment? Donate some blood. Donate blood. Yes. You can save a life. Not quite the same as you do, but no, you, you also need some of that sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. That's, yeah. Yep. And Fuel and, um, Vazzy's truck. Yeah. Help him. Fill <laughs> his stock. We yeah. We yeah. our ambulance run on blood. So that's right. <laughs> not like a vampire, but it'll drink. You know, kind of like what, what's that? What's that desert movie? Uh, uh, Dust till dawn. No, with all the crazy oh. Oh, vehicles. Yeah, and yeah, that, yeah. Uh, Mad Max. Yeah, Mad Max, where those yeah. guys all run off like. <laughs> I didn't see that. Things. No, good I, movie. I want to live in that era. Yeah, man. Yeah. It looks Oof, crazy. Yeah, post-apocalyptic man. <laughs> Anyways, give blood, guys. Anyway, give yeah. blood. Make an appointment. Nobody's getting tattooed except for right now. Today they're starting to open up. So Fuck yeah. Give blood real quick. You, yeah, you. Yeah. Then get tattooed because tattoos are great. Yes, Thanks yeah. everybody. Maximum head. You. Bye. Yes.